guys, welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast, episode 35. Deeper into Shocktober we go. Deep. We're so deep into Shocktober now. We're going to do week two of our fun Halloween theme, Never a Minute segment. Right. We're going to talk about me. Me. What about you? Judging some cakes. Oh, yeah. But what we're really going to talk about is this Mario movie and how this was like a future-altering moment for Nintendo. Nintendo. I have prepared... A wrap? Some facts and figures, some stats about other movies. I think people are underplaying how big this movie is going to be. Facts and figures? Listen, I have been getting deep into these lists of like best grossing movies ever. Oh, okay, okay. I am... You're going to be shocked at where I think this movie is going to be. Somebody did do... I think it was... Um, Somebody tweeted this. There was like a list of like video game top grossing movies. Look, I got that in all sorts of other ways to slice it, okay? Whoa! You can't scoop me, people. I'm prepared. Okay. I'm excited to hear about... I'm I'm excited for you to like whiteboard this for me. (laughs) My preparation makes up for your lack of preparation. See, it evens out, right? (laughs) Just showed up. What are we doing? I don't know. We don't have the whiteboard and just have this like analysis. we don't need a whiteboard. We need to have that thing where it's like the crime board with the little... The, yeah. su- the Mario's connected to the Charlie to the Day gif. Ironically, Charlie Day is, is Luigi. Oh! The pieces have already been connected. We gotta put the, the, the string between right. those two things. Right. You see? That's we're how you fi- solve a crime. We're gonna figure this out and also solve a crime. What you do you know? solve a crime. Right. It's very important. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you who have been supporting us on Patreon. Yes! You guys know that you keep this thing going, right? Like, we, you guys understand that we absolutely need support from our Patreon and for, for you guys to support our Patreon to keep this going. It's fun, but also important. It is fun. Yes. But it literally is the way to keep the show afloat. Correct. So, again. And you can join for as little as $2 a month. That's true. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, and yeah. you can get access to our Patreon-only Discord, which has become just, again, the best place to be. We just started a new channel for the Mario movie. And oh it my is gosh. popping off in the Mario Movie I, Discord channel, let me tell you. I could not believe how turnt people... Well, I guess I can. Yeah, I mean, everyone's yeah, turnt. Right. Yeah. But wow. But wow. But wow. it's fun. Yes. It's great to have this, you know, lively community discussion. Everybody is sharing, like, cool, you know, stuff that they've seen. Um, people are doing cool edits for the trailer. Everyone has, like, a hot take. Yeah. It's just such a great discussion. And... It's been really fun to like share in that excitement with um, all of our wonderful Patreon We have five different tiers, so you can check yeah. it out and pick one that works for you. Exactly. And we'll put the link right here. It's patreon.com slash Krista. Consider joining us today if you haven't Indeed. done so yet. Um, what else is happening? So we did a fun reaction to... We sure did. That was like, I think our best live reaction stream I so, think so far. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for hang out with us. I think we had just the best time. We answered a few questions. We even stayed on a little bit later after the... I mean, there was, short. there was so much just rattling around in our mostly empty heads. Yeah, that exactly. That we had to talk about. Yeah, yeah, no, but it was really fun. Like, we we basically just, like, kind of watched it together, and then we stayed on for, for a little bit to just chat with you guys right. and, and talk about all of everyone's, like, thoughts and, and initial thoughts and feelings, like, right after seeing everything. And it was it was so fun. It was, like, really nice to um, just have all of you around us while we, like, experience this historic Nintendo moment together. My huge moment of relief as this movie is not a steaming pile of trash. That's true. Yeah, that wow. that was, I mean... I was so... I don't think you understand, like, how nervous I, I was that you, day. You were, 
like very quiet, which is kind. I mean, you're you're very calm normally, right. but this is a different kind of energy. It yeah. was like a very like nervous, quiet. I was on edge pretty much all day until that happened. Even the night before, I think you were like a little, a little antsy. Antsy, yes. like kind of hard to focus on stuff. Yeah. And yeah. We were chatting, and you were like, kind of like I can tell that your head was not really in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Smooth sailing now, though. Is it, though? We'll I see. think it is. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about it later. Uh, you but... know what wasn't smooth sailing for you? Uh, the Spider-Man, Miles Morales, spin the wheel it's challenge. It's all your fault. Why? Because... Why do you always blame these on me? We Be... have this challenge scoreboard. You made me invert. You are on a terrible losing streak right now. You need a slump breaker, but it's not going to be me. I really do need to What are you going to do about break it? Some, break some somethings. What are you going to do? We were talking about this. Okay. Yes, you've lost some of the gaming challenges, but you have also lost a rap battle and a cooking challenge. That's got to hurt your pride. Well, the cooking That's challenge... That's got to sting. The cooking challenge, I don't think I should have lost, honestly. Why? There was a lot of comments from everyone that were like, the judging was a little bit skewed. The shoulda, woulda, coulda committee? I didn't say it. Maybe you should have given me some harder ingredients. I Maybe didn't say I'm it. just a master. I didn't say it. Look, I I did what I what I needed to do with what happened to me, what and I think I me? did a great job. And I think that many of you out there agreed with that assessment. And again, I didn't say it. Okay, I'm not oh, gonna say it. Okay, you're just gonna let the Christopians do your dirty work. And it's not dirty. Do, do your, 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 your little fear uncertain the FUD campaign? Not at all. The fear uncertainty doubt. Not at all. Not at all. This is very a very wholesome and truthful. Maybe we shine. Maybe we shine the light right. on the truth. Is what it is. I would always love that when at Nintendo's and be like, oh, I, th I think I think uh, uh, Sony is running a FUD campaign right now. It's like, excuse me. I don't think they're doing that. I don't think okay. anybody's doing that. Yeah, no one has the time we're, to run a. We're FUD just trying campaign. to get through life, okay? <laughs> Look, we're just living our life <laughs> yeah, day to day, minute to minute. We're just hanging on. We're for barely hanging on by a thread, yeah. people. No the one FUD. Hanging please. on by the FUD thread. That's fear, uncertainty, and doubt. I mean, I experience right. a lot of that in my everyday life, but. Maybe not from. Do you though? Sony. Judging by the challenge winning, <laughs> maybe it's the other way around. It's funny. Um. Yes. So anyhow, I do need a slump breaker. Yes. So that's an episode of Super Kitten Christmas sixty four is out now. You can watch that coming yeah. up. I am so this excited about this, and this I'm, is a good idea. I'm also like I'm also a little nervous to say this out loud because it's such a good idea that I don't want anybody to steal. Yeah. But Should I not say it? I feel like I have to say it. You have to say it. Uh, we are making levels in Super Mario Maker 2 that are based on the movie trailer. Exactly. So good. So we each made one, and then we asked our superstars to make some for yes, us as we well. Yes, we have three more. Three wonderful superstars right. um, who have made their own levels that we have not seen yet. Right. Aside from our own levels, we don't know what these other ones exactly. are. Exactly. So we're going to um, have a little... To chat about what yeah. inspired our, our right. own levels, and then right. we're gonna play these levels. We're gonna play each other's levels, obviously, and then we're gonna upload them for you guys to play. Yeah. And you can tell us if you if you like them, and and if you make levels based on this wonderful idea, you can put that. We'll put we'll leave a something like a note for you guys right. in the video, so you can put it in the in the comments. Right. And we can play your levels. Yeah. But if I see ten seconds after this episode goes live, you know, game explains like we made these Mario. I'm gonna snap this iPad in half. <laughs> That's a, that's Andre, a, that's I'm a looking at you. Classic okay? Andre move. Andre, ten seconds later. Get I did back, it. get back to your trailer edits, and and don't don't you dare touch these Mario Maker levels. 
Oh, you can make one for us to play, though. I, I accept that. I mean, for us. Yeah, yeah, you can make one for us. Yeah, You're allowed yeah. to do that. <laughs> um, the last thing I wanted to say is um, a few months ago, we did MinMax Trivia Tower. Yes, Min yes. MinMax is uh, a fellow Patreon brethren. Yes. Um, we... Didn't win that one. No. Um, that Now, that may have been rigged. You want to talk about something that was rigged. I think that well, was rigged. Well, we were so early on, too, and their community is much larger than ours, but we had such great representation well, from Well, also, our... fine, but also rigged. Okay. Anyhow... Uh, where it's back. It's back. And you're doing it this time by yourself. Right, this one's different. This is um, Trivia Tower All-Stars. All-Stars. So it's not the the Patreon community that's competing. Right. It's like it's actually you. us. It's literally you. So it's literally me. Jay Rando, I need you to like be in my ear. Like I need you and I You're wearing need to, like a secret service yes, earpiece. Yes, we are gonna establish like a soul link <laughs> and you're gonna tell me the answers, that's is what so it is. Funny. So no, I'm not, uh, there I'm is not such a great lineup of people that are doing this. When, yeah. when Ben uh, of MinMax, Ben Hansen, unveiled the list, I just kept going and going it and going. It was a huge oh list of fellow, you know, gaming right. podcasters, and I love it's the, so much fun. I love that in his little video reel, it's like just it's like a headshot of everybody, and you it's from your squid rap, rap battle. I know. I was like, this is gonna be like, it's never gonna live. It's never gonna die. I don't care. It's, it's fine. great. It's great. Um, the other thing that's really cool about this one is it's it's all going to charity. Right. So there's a GoFundMe page. Well, up. if you win, it. I mean, the winner gets the that's charitable right. funds. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Your charity exactly. is Pound Puppy Rescue. It's okay. a local dog rescue here in the Bay Area. This is where I rescue Chili and Chatter, my two dogs from. I've supported them for years. They do great work. Um, it's a really small charity helping um, puppies get get rehomed. So. That is my charity. Hopefully, I'm going to play for these puppies. We're going to do it, people. Do it for the puppies. Do it for yeah. the puppies. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully you can. You guys can tune in on um, the 17th. 17th. Of this month, of Shocktober. Yes. Shocktober yes. continues with Shocktober more shocking the 17th. things. <laughs> <laughs> the 10th and 7th day of Shocktober. <laughs> of the year 20. Are you ready, people? We're, we've been ready. Oh my We're gosh. here. We're in um, it. I don't think we, I don't think we know exactly the details of joining. I'm sure Ben will put that out and ben we will, will, put it we out. will we help will him get the word we'll, out. We'll yes. retweet it and all that stuff. Yes. But just keep your calendars. Pencil it into your Shocktober Absolutely. 17th um, uh, day. Yeah. Just come support me and cheer me on. Right, right. And give me the answers <clears throat> is what it really right. so. Uh Speaking of support, I've really got it with the segues today. We speaking have, of. We have another wonderful sponsor today. We do. A new one. Yes. It's Bombas. Wow. All Love right. Bombas. For you guys who don't know what Bombas is, it is very, very comfortable socks and clothing, and it is it is amazing. Yes. Bombas' mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. Yeah. Wonderful. It's so nice. What a great company mission. So they have, like I said, socks, shirts, underwear, and then just like clothes that you really can't wait right. to put on. Now, if you all want to have your mind blown, we are both wearing Bombas right now. Yes. This is where the people who are listening on audio are... We can do a foot high five. ...kicking themselves. Yeah. They can't see these footsies. It's, it's wonderful. I mean, it's, My... a, it's a foot and a sock. <laughs> a Bomba sock. 
and it's it's, it's, it's incredibly in it's incredibly comfortable. Right it now. is. Yeah. It's very it's very soft. Yeah. We 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 went on a little Bombas shopping spree uh, recently. And yeah. What else did you get? I got I got some socks, obviously, and then I also got these Bombas slippers. I got the exact. We bought the exact same. <sighs> okay. But they're it, very nice. It is very comfortable. Yeah. The slippers. We're getting into slipper season, people. Yeah, it's like a it's like a slipper sock in it's one. Grip, it has it's grippy, grippy on the bottom. Yeah. It, it kind of like it, it's kind of like a like a thing that goes over your whole foot. Right. Right. Um, and it's very cozy for your feet in right. winter time, right. which I love. Um, and the cool mat, matcha matcha purchase. They've already helped donate over fifty million items. Of essential clothing. That's really so awesome. So that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Look and feel good and uh, be part of a good cause. Yeah, exactly. Go to bombas.com slash kitandkrista and use code kitandkrista for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash kitandkrista. And use code kitandkrista at checkout. Bombas.com slash kitandkrista. Code kitandkrista. Well, you said our name. Can I Can so I say it again times. for you, people? Kit and Krista. Link is here. Yes. And wow. in the description box. Get your Bombas today all right um, nintendo story time so this was all about me this was by request last week somebody said we need to hear about the time that krista was on cake wars yes which is something that we had again to be fair we have teased this a number of times yeah and i think people were just fed up with the teasing so this well, is it it is a kind of a give it, it to us or else oh or else what you don't want to find out. Let there be cake. You don't want to find out. As they say. As <laughs> let, them, yeah, let them eat the cake. Let them eat cake. Right. Yes. So I, I had nothing to do with this. I'm going to let you just cook right now. Cook the cake? I'm going to lean back. Yeah. yeah. Bake, bake that cake? Bake that bake cake. Bake that story time. Yes. Um, yeah, this is actually very timely because we're, we are going to be playing Mario Maker oh, today. Yes. Speaking of segues wow. and coincidences. But um, this was a very interesting thing that sort of came out of the blue um, and we were able to do something really fun with Cake Wars for Mario Maker, for Super Mario Maker. And this was one of those things where like everything just kind of fell into place in the most weird and, and magical way. How did way. this happen? It, it was totally random. Like somebody from, so we were, we were all working on launching Mario Maker. We had the campaign plan all done. This Food Network thing, this Cake Wars thing, was not part of that at all. Like we we had a completely different, yeah. you know, campaign plan that we were already launching. It was like already cake was not the central theme no, of the Mario Maker at, marketing not campaign. Not at all. No, okay. the marketing campaign was like had been well underway. I mean, it could be. Cake could be the yeah. marketing campaign for pretty much anything. Cake, honestly. yeah. So yeah, um, so we had been well underway doing all our Mario Maker marketing stuff and randomly out of the blue, our partnerships team mm. gets like a cold call basically from Food Network. And they were like, hey, we have, you know, they, they pitched them the idea of this, this Cake Wars show that they were trying to do something for. They wanted it to be like, you know, a Mario theme. And, and the, the, I don't know if you guys know about what this show is, but it's basically like real bakers. They come in, there's a theme, you make a crazy huge cake. And then the person with the best looking and the best tasting cake wins. And this is on the Food Network. It's on the Food Network. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they wanted the theme to be Mario related. Yeah. And it, it had nothing to do with Mario Maker. It had nothing to do with any current like Nintendo game that was out. It was just like a random 
call from them like, we want to do something Mario. Are you guys interested? Yeah. So it, it happened to just work out really well that it lined up with Mario Maker because it kind of had like sort of, you know, you could loosely connect like the Maker part of it well, the, the to Mario, the theme. The first Mario Maker lined up with, I think it was the 30th anniversary of yeah. Mario. So yeah. it may have just been on people's minds. True. Yeah. yeah. It was totally like a cultural like... Moment. Mo moment, exactly, yeah. that people must have been thinking about, must have been thinking about Mario. Right. Um, and this is what happens, you know, with, like, a brand that everyone recognizes. Like, it, it yeah. makes it into these, like, non-video game-y kind of, kind of things, which is really cool. And so, anyhow, this, the, the partnership team was, like, working out the details for this. And it was, like, actually, usually something like this is very difficult to come together right. at Nintendo. Right. Like, it's a lot of legal. We talked about this a lot. Like, the legal team is, like really, really strict on like contracts, on how other um, other people can, can use and license Nintendo IP. Yeah. And this was certainly like part of that. There was a lot of discussion already about like, wow, are they gonna be able to represent the characters well enough in cake is form? There any, is there any legalese about cake Mario? Yeah. Like, do not squish cake Mario. You can't like- Do not eat his, bite his eat, head off. Bite his head, don't, don't yeah. like take a bite out of Mario, don't. Yeah, you don't want to smash him on the ground right. or something like that. Like, there's all these little things about protecting the IP that kind of goes into these contracts. And so even as these discussions were happening with the partnerships team, I was pretty skeptical. Like, oh, I don't know. I mean, this sounds really cool, but it wasn't in the initial plan. It wasn't something that we've been working on for a long time. We're trying to get this together in, like, a very short amount of time to make it so that it's relevant for the launch of this game. Like, is it gonna happen? So it was one of those like, sounds cool, but shaky if it's gonna happen. You know? I would have assumed that it wouldn't happen. Me too. Based on the pitch. Oh, totally, totally, totally. It was like, and you know, you had to bring the stuff to the development team, to Japan, and convince them that it's something that, oh my gosh, the, the, the hill to climb for anything like this. It's exhausting. It's, it's exhausting and yeah. very daunting. Yeah. Um, but somehow, some way, Okay, but this was not you doing that. that no, 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 no. This was actually one of my one of our really yeah. good friends so that's on great. the marketing let them, uh, on the partnerships let them do it. team. Yeah. He's amazing, and yeah. he's just like you know, I, I can tell that he just wanted to push on this one because it's such such a cool opportunity. And you know, usually when you want to do a big integration like this, it's like loads of money. You know, right? Like this it, like it, a that's true. That's true. So you get a lot of value out of it. For it's like for, a big six figures kind of. Yeah, 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 exactly. And since they came to us, there was like you know, the, yeah some value there that I think sure. people saw, which is great. Um, and uh, and so it's it was sort of coming together and you know then it did. It really it really just came to fruition, which was really cool. And I had done some like obviously I was doing Nintendo Minute at the time, but I had also done some very strange like other kinds of like broadcast. You became the go-to person for this sort of thing. I know. Somehow. Somehow. Like I was I can, we can talk, tell these other stories later because they were all pretty interesting, yeah. but I was on the Home Shopping Network, which we'll talk about, talk about that later. I was on Access Hollywood several times. Oh, yeah. Remember that? With also a host named Kit. Yeah, a girl Kit. Amazing. Yeah, she was very nice. Yeah. Um, and just some of these like Don't more... forget Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. That one was Yeah, incredible. also during Shocktober. Oh my goodness. But it was one of those things where, like, I somehow became, like, the default yeah. person for these kinds of, like, one-off broadcast Well, let's be honest. The options were limited. Oh. I mean, it was, like, you, me, and, like, maybe, like, one or two other people. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think I was actually... But, but once you do one, it's like, oh, well, she can, she can really do she this. Can do it. She'll yeah. just do them all. And it's like the person who does the, the crazy 5 a.m. like local news hits at E3. It's like yeah. that person has that down. Yeah, Great. Yeah, yeah. Let you him do every single one of those. Don't the wheel here, yes. you know? And the, I, th I think I was actually working on this game as well, so it did yeah. make sense for me to do it because I knew a lot about yeah. this game. And, and so it was, it was fun. And cake. I cake expert. Know, I know a lot about cake. <laughs> of course. Cake mastermind. Cake mastermind. <laughs> cake galaxy brain. Yeah. Um, so they were like, and, and all of it sounded cool. So I'm like, right. y'all do this. So. Usually for these these um, episodes of Cake Wars, they have like three judges. No, sorry, two judges that are like their regular judges. One is um, this guy that actually is like he like invented like these like um, this like method of making really lifelike flowers oh, on cake. Really? Yeah, I, I'll pull up some photos from his like Instagram, but like it's amazing. Wow. Like, so he's like legit. Like he definitely knows his way around cake. Like the cake king. He's the cake king. Right. Like for sure. Like so he's like a legit. You know he will judge it on your technical skill on this uh -huh. cake. And he was very intimidating. Like I I'll can bet. tell that he was just like no nonsense. He was looking at the the way people were making it and like picking out like telling me like oh this the, trash trash yeah, garbage yeah pretty much like oh that icing's gonna break like that batter's gonna be too thin. like I was like holy moly really know a lot about cake. Um, <laughs> I forget what the other judge was known for, but definitely another like pretty like big Food Network what, judge. Was it the, the host was an actor? The host was Jonathan Bennett. Okay, was, I don't know who that is. Who is, I think you guys, I mean, I knew him from the movie Mean Girls, but oh, he's done lots of other things. Yeah. He's literally like the nicest person yeah. ever. He's the guy, the famous lines like, I got my pen on October 3rd. So October 3rd is like Mean Girls Day. We talk about this all the time. I've never seen Mean Girls. You should watch this movie. Okay, so that, good. that and Back to the Future yeah, are the two movies You're that when I tell, tell people I've never seen it, they yeah. freak out. Have you seen Clueless? No. Should I see that? Oh my God. Why are we even Sorry. friends? Like, honestly. <laughs> Gonna I was, to I was watching that 1987 VHS tape of Star Wars with the bad Pepsi commercial we need to, over and we over. We need to have like a marathon. We watch like these old 90s films together or something. Maybe we can do that together with you guys. Anyways, so Jonathan Bennett was the host. And I, I'm, I'm a Jonathan Bennett fan. So I was like, this is awesome. Right. He's so cute and so sweet and just ball of energy. Um, so it was really, it was fun. It was really cool. So me and the partnerships guy... Um, we, this is filmed in LA, this big studio. I have never been to, I've been on these broadcasting things before, but never on like sort of a reality show like this. And yeah, so like, you know, you go there, there's this huge open like kitchen area where every team was making, you know, their little stations for making the cake. And there's two rounds. The first round is like a quick fire round. So you have like an hour to make like a very fast Mario themed cake. And then the second round was like the, the, sort of the main round where you make like the giant, you know, massive cake. Um, I do think they eliminated somebody in, in the first round to like oh. narrow down the, the the people that were going to be finalists. And I think you you win like money for your for your business. And they were all like local bakers, like professional bakers. They all owned like pastry shops or worked in like big kitchens or something like that. So they were all like, it wasn't like they were like some home, home baker or something like that. They were like legit, you know, professionals. And... Yeah, there was like a couple of things that really surprised me about being on the set of sort of like one of these reality cooking shows. One is it's dead silence inside. Like, well, people are trying to make this cake in no time, right? Well, they, they add all the sound like later, 
Like they don't, they don't you, like, you know, when you watch it, you know. When, it's like dramatic when, music. Dramatic music, and... like stings, like they have like, you know, voiceover, right. yeah, interviews. Yeah. Like it's just radio silence. Yeah. It's so freaky. Like it, <laughs> it, like I would be so nervous to cook in that environment because it's just like you could hear a pin drop. You can just hear people like whisking away. Freezing, freezing cold. Oh. Like they were like, bring a coat basically because it's going to be really cold Is in that there. for food related purposes? I think so, or just, yeah. Uh. For food related purposes just to make sure. Not, and it gets hot with lights and stuff so they keep the temperature yeah, yeah. like super, super cold. So we were like bundled up in like these big coats, you know, while we we're walking around um, kind of seeing their progress. Every team had their own producer and camera crew. Oh. And... The producers would like, they have hard work. That's a hard job. Like you basically had to like get them to like tell you what they're doing, like kind of egg them on to, to get like the dramatic, like you want to, they want to like make someone cry. They want to like <laughs> make them get stressed out. That's where you came in. No, not at all. <laughs> but it was like crazy because they would like, they would say all these things to them that were like, like scary sounding, like. What if you don't make it? What if you shame? Oh, your, really? What if you, what if you shame yourself because you're like your cake falls? That's over. not like, nice at all. But to make, get them to yeah. feel like the the you know, the stress out? and the the pressure, um, all day affair like literally like six a.m. to like you know eight p.m. all day of filming and and it was a lot of downtime in between. Um, so like they would have like four hours to bake this cake, and so we would kind of check in with them they would film a little bit of us like interacting with the other judges and then um then there's like the the main round where you're like doing the tasting yeah so like my job was to you know I wasn't really going to comment on like the technicality of the baking but just talk talk about like how it relates back to the game mm. like does your does your thing represent like the spirit of Mario Maker or, like tie it back to the game so I, I had a very easy job like I didn't have to be like the meme judge that's like ew your cake is trash like <laughs> that was that guy's job like you know like I, I didn't have to like be like that mean judge so I mean all my all my Judging comments are like, wow, your Mario looks great. Look at that. Like, I What did the producer you... tell you? Nothing. Oh. Yeah, no. I Nothing? Was, no, I was, I was like, I did my job. <laughs> okay. I did my job, you know. And like, I will say that those things that you see on cooking shows are probably like 90% fake. Because in this episode, one of the cake falls over, but it was pushed over. By who? The, the evil producer? Yeah. Did the people know that was going to happen? Yeah. Oh. If you're like, listen, sweetie, you're not going to win. I'm going to knock this over. Right. <sighs> exactly. 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 Sounds terrible. Yeah. One person did cry in the, in the first round, I believe, um, on their own, but probably because it was- On their own. Probably because it was just like so, like I was feeling the pressure and yeah. I wasn't even baking a cake. Like it was like, again, the, the silence, the egging on by the producers, like all that stuff just feels like you feel like you're in this like really scary, intimidating environment. And they do this to you on purpose so that you like get the, the you know, the dramatic yeah. responses. Um, and so they push one of the cakes over. One person cried. Um, the time is all fake. Like when they say like countdown, you only have three minutes left. That's all fake because... They would give any everybody extra time to finish. Really? Nobody finished on time, which is why we were there for like oh, 12 hours. Wow. Yeah. So when they were counting down, like those countdown clocks that you see, they're I I from my personal experience being on one reality cooking show, that was not real. So I don't know about other ones. Maybe they're more strict. Huh. But they were like, oh yeah, we'll add time. 
It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and the cakes, they did not taste good <laughs> at all. Like, none of them did. Like, they were all just to look nice. Yeah, those cakes that are made to look good, there's, yeah. what's, what's that frosting they use? Fondant. Like, that doesn't yeah. really taste good. Mm -mm. But even the cake, the inside of the cake, it's so big. Yeah. For you to bake, like, That's almost, like, you know, 20 pounds of like sponge cake oh, or, or red velvet or whatever, yeah. like, yeah. it's you can't. Like, you can't make it taste good, I don't think. Unless, I don't, any bakers out there, tell me that you can. I don't know. But, like, it was really dry. Like, obviously, they didn't focus on that part of it. They wanted to make it look yeah. as nice as possible. And, yeah, it's it's all, like, you know, the dyes and stuff. To Like, if you want to make a cake look like a Mario level, like, you're going to have to use, like, all these crazy Mario things. Red. Mario Red. <laughs> yeah. Lots of Rice Krispie treats to like mold oh. like heads and, and oh, interesting. instead of actual cake, you like cheat it with using Rice Krispie treats. Um, so I guess as long as it's edible, you can use it? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Even people use like um, dried pasta. Really? In some of the creatures to oh. like make it like have like some like stand, stand up because it's yeah. so heavy right. too. Huh. Um, and they, they had, some of them had like almost like aerial kind of pieces in theirs so like mario was like kind of hanging off of yeah. like something that looked really thin like there's no way something that heavy could hang off something yeah, like that yeah. so yeah it was really really interesting it was so much fun i thought it was a great thing for mario making because yeah. it does have like that spirit of like mm -hmm. creativity yeah. like how do you imagine mario and like and then later on we worked with like so many other you know bakers like rosanna pancino mm -hmm. was um somebody that mr miyamoto yeah. was excited to be on her like youtube channel and then we worked with sugar high score which i oh, still love she is incredible i really want her to make us a cake like she's beyond cake wars skill i think her cake probably tastes really yeah. good too because whenever she makes it it looks like amazing yeah. so and the, the cake always looks beautiful um but there are so many of like these amazing bakers mm -hmm. Um, but it was, it was really cool. Like it was a very cool experience. I never thought I'd be able to. Did you to. watch the episode when it, when it aired? I think I did. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And what did you think? Did they edit you to tell some weird story no, about you? No, no, no. I, I, again, I was like very much not the focus of this. Like it was the bakers, the, the real judges. I, I had just, a, I had a great kick watching I this. I was just, you know, I was just on the side, like doing my thing. Like yeah. I didn't really. But this is probably, people want to watch this probably on YouTube now, right? It is. In, yeah. In bits and pieces maybe? Or? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can just Google it or I, we'll, we'll leave the link or something like that in the description. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was, um, it was really, it was really fun. Yeah. And like to be on a, like actually like be on a show like that was like something I never thought, right. you know, that I'd be, I'd be able to do. And mm -hmm. It was cool. It was definitely like a cool experience mm. I'll never, I'll never forget. Nope. So. This is just another proof point that pie is better than cake. You never have pie wars because people want to eat the pie. Nobody wants to make a decorative pie. People just want to eat pie. I guess you can make like the top no, of it look no. nice. No, no, you just want to eat it. The cake, it's like, oh, I made this, this quote edible sculpture that's yeah. disgusting. I wonder why there's not, like how come at weddings they don't serve pie? Like, why is there not a wedding pie? Get, or, get with it, people. Or like, oh no, we do birthday pies now. Yeah. But that was my, people got on that for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. You made me a really cool cake for my birthday. Oh, you didn't make it, but you All got right. me a really cool um, cappy cake for my birthday. And an Isabel cake. An Isabel. That cake was yes. good, though. Look, you know, can get it done, me. That, that you don't frosting, know what you don't know that I didn't make that cake. That frosting on the Isabel cake wasn't fondant. No. It was like um, butter buttercream, right. which is like the good frosting. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, we've had some we had some cool looking cakes for just random events yeah, apparently. Yeah. But we never got our million million. And then there was cake. then there was the employee who said, uh, "Happy birthday, Kit! Here's your cake." Did you know a lot of cakes have mayonnaise in them? And just walked away. You mean your direct report? Yeah, that was insulting and mean. That was very how dare mean. they? That was really mean. How dare they? After you had taken a huge bite yeah, of it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. come on. That's me. Why would they say that to you? just cake out of my face. Now, oh cake's my on my list. Yes. Um, it was really fun, though. I, I really I really liked it. So that's story time. Back yes. to Shocktober, though. Oh, let's, back to Shocktober. Let's, let's stay on what matters here. Okay. Um, as we said, we're doing Halloween-themed, never-a-minute segments all month long. Yes. Very exciting. This week, it's a very, it's a very straightforward list. Each of us sharing... The three scariest games yes. we have ever had the fortune or misfortune of playing. Of playing. It's a scare, scarelistical. Scaristical. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? It's a scarestical. Uh, you could have thought of, you could have workshopped that a little bit more, but okay. <laughs> um, shall we count down? Start with three and work up to one. Okay. Fine. I think we have one game that is going to be on both of our lists. You think so? Well, that's my number three. I'll just go ahead. Okay. My number three is Resident Evil Seven. Okay, that's on my list, but that's my number two. Oh, interesting. Well, why don't we stop and talk about that for a moment? Okay. Um, this game's very frightening. Uh, yeah. I will say that I thought it got a little less frightening as it went along. You know, no. all the, like all the trailers are like that that messed up family in the house. Yeah. That part is truly terrifying. Really terrifying and scary. There's a big like that lady with that looks like the spidery kind of lady. That did you not yeah. get totally freaked it out by got that? A little more like fantastical scary where it's like oh here's this like crazy looking monster versus like oh i'm trapped in this house with these crazies yeah that i don't know see you 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 say that i didn't got less scary i think i was scared the whole time and i was but, but definitely i was scared in the beginning with the, the mess remember, remember the lady in the wheelchair that would just like show up outside of a door like no. that was going through the house yeah. and all the different rooms yes. was was horrifying right like absolutely like headache inducing you said you panic. got all these headaches i don't know why i kept playing that game it was did terrible. you finish it eventually i did i made someone sit with me yeah 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 i definitely had like a walkthrough ready where like at the moment i hit any resistance i was like i just need to know what to do to get through this I don't think I had because I didn't. I didn't want to deal with. I didn't want to risk getting like jump scared nineteen yeah. times trying to figure this out. I so that beginning was very scary. I don't know. I thought it was scary like the whole time, but then towards the end there was the the. This is me. Uh, I don't know. Spoiler warning: If you didn't play this game, whatever. That crazy clown birthday party nonsense. Oh yeah. I really I dislike clowns. Ter I, I really am terrified. Of I didn't clowns. mind that part so much. So I didn't like that okay. at all. Like all that. Right. That's fair. I think I might have cried a little bit during that part. I just, I was so scared. I was so scared. Now, what do you have to say about these people who play, who like, they're like, the, the only way to play people? this is in VR. Like, okay, Mark McDonald, Mark who was on the 8-4 podcast. Great guy. Uh, we both hung out with him in Japan. Yeah. But he, he was like, you are wasting your time if you are not playing this alone, in the dark, in the no. middle of the night. It, what the? What what happened to you? Who hurt you, Mark? How did or you like, why get to you, be like this? How are you so brave? Like, I want to know why you're... It's an act. How you're... Like, your nerves are like nerves of steel. Yeah. Like, I want Mark McDonald on my side in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> because I think he'd be... He would have the nerves to, All like, right. fight through yeah. it. While, like, cower behind him. But, like... But, like, how did you get like this? I want to know. Like, what... 
what training did you do mentally to be able to do this? Because that just sounds, it sounds like yeah. beyond impossible would, no. for me to do. Like beyond, it's an absolute I, no. I just, I can't. I don't. Right. I don't know. I don't even know. I, I don't even know where to start with. I wouldn't even know where to start. Crying. With that. You got a headache. You got this VR thing strapped I to your head. I think I would pass Crying out. in VR. That sounds bad. You know, like drown yourself in your own tears in a VR headset. I think I would. I think I yeah. would actually pass. So out. don't do this. No, I'm never gonna. Don't do that. Do that. I, okay. I would actually probably be in the hospital. Right. Like it would be bad. So that's my have, number like, three or number two. Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, my number three. Can I go my number three now? Yeah. Is um, Fatal Frame. Which one? Maiden of Blackwater. Oh, I didn't play Wii that. You? You played that. Well, I have a I have a story of why this is oh. especially terrifying okay. for me. I worked on this game, and we did this event at this haunted hotel in San oh, Francisco, no. and like haunted house. So they well they said that there was like all these spirits that still like reside in there because right. it used to be like some halfway house or something like that. Oh. They turned into a hotel. Yeah, and. They have the hotel is actually really creepy, yeah. um, and they for the event they basically made like these little like vignettes um, in each some of the like haunted rooms that they have in there, and they made us go through that hotel like as a test, and I did not like that. It was really scary. And you didn't think it was like manufactured, no. haunted. No, there was just a, like a, a haunted aura. Yeah. It was really, really scary. And I didn't want to do it. I was like, I will stand outside and like help you with this event, but I don't want to go in there. And they're like, no, you have to. I was like forced. I feel like I should fall for like- But there were a lot of, like, there were a lot of people there at least. I think I, w I went through with like a few staff people. Yeah. But still, I didn't want to go yeah. and I was, I was forced to go. I think I should fall for like- Do you remember employee. the other haunted hotel that we both stayed in? Yes. That was scary. That actually <laughs> happened to me. I don't, I don't so that was uh, a quick, quick segue to talk that about that. That was really scary. That was for Mario Kart 7 when we did something at the LA Auto Show. Yeah. What was it? The Biltmore Downtown we, Biltmore. The Millennium Biltmore Downtown, right. which is the last known, lo the reason why this hotel is said to be haunted is because they say that this is the last known location that the Black Dahlia was seen alive. Oh, really? And then right after she, like 15 minutes after she left the hotel, she was she died. She was murdered. Yikes. And so they say that she haunts. Okay. And there was a certain floor. The sixth floor. And you were like, when we were checking in the whole time, like, please don't be. And they, the guy was like, oh, no, ma'am, here's, here's your key. You're on you the sixth floor. You were not on the sixth floor. Absolutely not. And I was on the sixth <laughs> floor. And I was like, oh my no. gosh. How did this happen for me. to me? Top floor. Reggie likes that hotel. Reggie, for some reason, Reggie loves he that loves hotel. He loves that hotel. Yeah. He, he does it in the penthouse. Yeah, he that's, that's why we were there. Exactly. Um, it was terrifying in that hotel. I so I walked into my room and it, it's 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 one of those like really old hotels. So it already has kind of a creepy. It vibe. Did, it did feel a bit. It's one of those hotels where like the room was too big. Yeah. And there was like not enough furniture, furniture. to fill it out. And then the bathrooms are pretty freaky too. Yeah. Like the bathrooms are kind of old and dingy, right. and the way that like it's laid out, it's like someone can jump out of this bathroom. Right. Like, it's very right. weird, like the way that it's laid out. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I go into this my room on the sixth floor and I turn every single light on. Cause I was like, well, if anything, like I'll just stay in this like lit room. Yeah. Like that won't be yeah. as bad, right? Yeah. And then we went to dinner and it came back and all my lights were unplugged. I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty scary. And like, I think you trying to make me feel better. You were like, I bet the staff
staff did it. Like the, the hotel staff yeah. probably went through and like unplugged it or something like that. I'm like, but why? I don't know why they would unplug it. That's what I'm saying. They turn it off maybe. The, the, the other person that was with us on that trip, she checked out in the, middle of, out. In the middle of the night. She was like, I can't do this. <laughs> and she went to a different hotel. That's how freaked out she was. You guys. I had a great stay. I can't do this. In the penthouse with Reggie. Oh, that's nice. I mean, he'll yeah. keep you safe. Yeah. For sure. Just, he, he's like Mark McDonald. Cheersing with that crystal deep into the night. Go yeah. for it. I mean, that sounds great. <laughs> he, he'd be like super brave yeah. in a zombie. Reggie, Absolutely. Mark McDonald, yeah. you're on my team for the zombie apocalypse. None of us can cut it. <laughs> yeah. You're the only one that yeah. can help us. All right. Back to Fatal Frame. Back though. to Fatal Frame. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Anyway, so the reason why this game is terrifying for me is because of that scary hotel event that I had to work on and, and go into. And it was definitely one of those, like, you feel like a weird right. energy. And they had those, like, seance room that I do not like. Wait, what? Oh, no. Guys, just don't, don't mess with it. You know, like, I don't know if it's real or not, yeah. okay? Like, you guys all can have a discussion about this, but, like, just don't. It, you know <laughs> leave it alone leave it alone so and then of course i played the game because i was like working on the game yeah. and i i just kept thinking about that scary hotel like whenever whenever i would play that game and it, it that game is a lot of jump scares too and it did not because you're looking through the camera and something pops exactly up. Yeah. exactly yeah. it's because yeah. like, your your field of vision is so limited yeah you know and um, and it had like a kind of like a ring quality to it yes. where it's like it's got the the, the creepy right. women with the hair and yeah <sighs> I didn't like it I really I really okay I so didn't like wow it. that's only number that's number what for you that's number two that's number three that was number three for me and then number two was Resident being Evil. in the seance room Resident only Evil only got number three really freaked me out so like, you did not cry or get a headache in the seance room I don't why I kept playing that game. I should have just bailed out. What was wrong with me? I think I, I think have... there was like something where we were both playing it at kind to, like, of the same prove time. Something to myself. Well, you didn't have to prove anything to me. Jeez. Not you. Okay. To myself. Like I was Did like, you do it? I beat it, but I'm never playing. But did you what did you prove in the end? That I could beat it, I guess. So what? Exactly. It was not worth the headaches or the terror. <laughs> oh I'm never playing another Resident Evil game ever again. Ever. Any of them? No. Never. Ever again. What about Resident Evil 4, the remake that's coming out? That's more action-y. I think you should play that. No, I don't want to. All right. Um, I don't want to. My number two is Condemned. Have you played Condemned? No, I don't want to. Um, there <laughs> is were... that the one with the crazy mannequins in the yes, warehouse and yes. the blood, the blood bathtub? That's not the blood bathtub, but yes, yes to the mannequins. When I was looking up images for the podcast last yeah. week to edit, yeah. I like scared myself. <laughs> <laughs> so there were two condemned games. I played it on Xbox 360. At this point, I was living with roommates. Uh, and that's good. I got this game. I think I knew somebody at Sega who's who just would send me games. Oh, so I, I just, it's not a game that I would like go out of my way to, to, to get. Whatever, but I, had, yeah. I was like, oh, I got this, this condemned. Let's check it out. And I was playing it like in the middle of the day with these roommates watching. And it was like, wow, this is pretty freaky because it's like you're this like cop and you're trying to like investigate this okay. crime and it's first person. Yeah. And the lighting in that game, just from the screen, the lighting is very good. Saw, the atmosphere is really good. It looks good. like really scary. And all of the combat is basically like it's first person and it's like melee. It's like close quarters. Like you're ripping an arm off of like a paper cutter and you're like, and these people, it's like these crazy like drifters who are like hiding in these like 
burnt out like warehouse and they'll just run up and they'll just like no! run up and the sound, you'll hear them like running around like, behind you like the um like the the hills have eyes kind yes of people yes oh. but in like more of like a city setting oh, no. it's really frightening oh, no. and yes they have that famous scene with the, the mannequins no um so we, we were playing this game where we, re we really liked it but it was like I don't think we're cut out to play this at night or by ourselves. So it was that became like, we're going to play this strictly during daytime hours okay. with this group of dudes to yeah, give yeah. each other moral support. That's good. You need to, that's what, that's how, that was the only reason I got the yeah. Resident Evil's. I had to have right. someone literally, my friend yes. literally sat there. Yes. I was like playing on his PS4 that he lent me. But he's like, I'm not playing my, I'm not using my PS4, so you can, you can borrow yeah. it. Or, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, I was like, I'm going to play Resident Evil, but I need you to like literally sit here in the corner of this room and just quietly watch. Right, right. Um, so and I, I really did enjoy that game, but it was extremely frightening. Um, Condemned 2, if I remember, like, you were getting chased by, like, a zombie bear at some point that was really intense. Like, this giant zombie bear. Um, I'm not, like, as scared of, like, zombified animals. Mm. I'm more scared by, like, yeah, like, like, people. Resident Evil has those zombie dogs that psh, bust through the window. Remember, that's like the oh. iconic from the first Resident Evil. That one did not scare me as that's, much, That was really scary. Oh, yeah, that was scary. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. wasn't as scared by that. Yeah. I'm scared of, like, people and clowns and ghosts. <laughs> clowns are people, too, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. People slash clowns and ghosts. People, clown, people, and ghosts. Got people, it. People, clown, people, What ghosts? about ghost clowns? Oh, that's terrible. My stomach just dropped a little bit, even thinking about a ghost clown. I've got, it's got to exist. Oh, no. Um, make a new Condemned. Sega, make something no, worthwhile. we don't want to Stop making it. these Sonic don't make games. It. Stop making these Sonic don't games. Don't you dare make that game. Uh, this is my pitch. I got, again, I got another tangent. Sonic Week. It's, it's is something nigh. That we are very close. It's nigh. My, my good friend, Katie, the community manager good for the Sonic um, Twitter channel, just put out a reminder. We are one month away from the new Sonic game. Yeah. We might be... When we get that would be cool if we can make it to 50K. We need to get to 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. Tell your friends. We're getting really close. We are. Tell your friends. Tell your family to tell their friends and family, and we can do it. To yeah. play this, this I'm sure it's great. We'll do Sonic Week. We'll play the new Sonic game. We'll, We're going to watch, we'll the, watch movie. the movie. We're going to play some classic we'll Sonic games. We'll play all the games that you guys yes. have suggested to Kit to play. And maybe we'll we'll transform you into the number one I'm Sonic I'm ready. Fan. I'm ready. That's my mind campaign. is open. My mind is open. That's the FUD. So that's the that's the that's my tangent. We both had tangents. I didn't have Because this is too scary. We have to get our minds you off of these scary things. You tangents about me. Um, number one. Yours or mine? I think it's Yours. the same one. Is it? Silent Hill 2. That's not mine. Okay. Silent Hill 2 is mine. That's I didn't know you played that either. I don't know why I played that game. Again, it was a mistake. <laughs> I, think I was in college. That's why. Oh. That game is extremely scary. Yeah. The backwards walking yeah. things. Yeah. The, again, the enemies in, in Silent Hill are bar none the scariest video... I mean, not even video <laughs> game. The scariest, like creatures i've ever seen in my entire life like how they came up with this yeah. is ridiculous the like nur those nurses the <gasps> messed up faces that's also a really messed up setting like the sanitarium yeah. like yeah. that yeah. whole like asylum right. situation like that is just that is not okay that is not okay like don't the setting was was just ugh. it was so scary and then yeah the, the all the enemies yeah. were horrifying and I, I don't 
know. I feel like maybe in college I was a little bit braver. I, I think I've gotten in like, college. I mean, you probably had people hanging out with you. Too, I definitely like, had people yeah. hanging out. With, it was it was a group setting. Right. Also daytime. It's on like a group. like a. 14-inch TV. That's true. Like, you didn't have, like, the immersion yeah, that you right. have now. The VR for Silent Hill 2. I know. We're not VRing, like, the freaking early <laughs> 2000s or whatever. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. It was less, like, you're, you definitely feel less, like, in in it. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it, regardless, it was terrifying. It was definitely the scariest game I've ever, ever played yeah. in my entire life, and I never will play a game like that again. And I, it, it, I mean, it, it just... One of those things where, like, the setting, the enemies, like, all of it is a perfect formula for let's freak some people out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they do such a good job with that. That game, so. maybe it didn't make it on my list because it's a little bit older. I, we were looking. I was like, is there any way to play this game now? There kind of isn't. So I'm Konami, so get, kind of glad, get, this, get this out. Because you, you had HD an idea. Remaster. You were like, we should play, like, one of the scary games that we both never played before. We asked people, like, what is the scariest game yeah. you played? And we got all sorts of answers. Yeah, so maybe, yeah. maybe we're going to play one of those. Next yeah, week. I, don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of chickening out a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to bring some, some Tylenol and some tissues for you. <laughs> I know. We have to be broad daylight, too. That's yes. good. We, I mean, yes. This is daytime. We so record okay. during daytime, so maybe yeah, it's yeah, okay. that's good. That's good. Uh, my last one is PT, which is not even a game. It's a demo, and it's the scariest game I ever played because I noped out of it literally within yeah. 30 seconds of turning it on, what, and I never touched it again. What was the first 30 seconds that made you nope Well, there was the menu it? screen, which was terrifying. What was on the menu screen? It's just this really, like, atmospheric scene with the music, and then it starts, and you're in the house. Like, I'm getting creeped out even thinking about it. <laughs> like, again with the house. Like, I legitimately just walked, like, 15 feet in this house, and I turned it off. Just the atmosphere. It was so... Did something scary already? Over, nothing, nothing scary happened, <laughs> but the, the way, like, the, the music, the sound, all, all of your senses converge on I'm freaked out in a really intense way. And I, I've seen people since, I've seen people, like, play through it. Like, I would not have survived the actual scary things. What happens in it? I won't tell you. You should really? watch. You should watch it on your I own. I don't want to watch it on my own. Can you just tell <laughs> well, me? Well, there's a spooky thing in that house to, like... Jump, who will really jump scare you. What is it? It's like this messed up lady. Okay. Yeah, okay, look. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It's too scary. Do I have to find a trailer for this game for this episode? I don't well, want to. Well, the weird to. thing about this... Um, so this demo, like, is no longer available. It's become this kind of legendary thing because, you know, it's a demo. There was that whole weird thing with Kojima who was working on this and Konami. So it got delisted, and there's no way to get it back. So some people are like, well, I have a PS4 that has the PT demo, and I'm selling it on eBay for $5,000. Oh. I had this, and then I did my transfer to the PS5, and it's gone. So mm -hmm. it's, I mean, that's the best you can do is watch a YouTube video. But I don't want to, and I have to download a YouTube video to put in the episode, and I'm scared well, to do that. Look, it's, this is just the, the hazards of the job. <laughs> Can I call you while I do it, just All right. in case? All right, but I'm not going to help. I'm going to be freaked out, too. Dang it! You're <laughs> it's Mike really, McDonald. I'm going to really call scary. you 30, during this. Listen, 30 seconds, a menu, and 10 feet down a hallway, and I never played it again. That's, What's wrong with this That's game? how messed up it is. Kojima. Why? Why are you like this? Yeah, that like that's such. How do you conceive of these things? I, I want to know the people. If you're out there and you love horror or you make horror somethings, movies, games, how do your little brain conceive of these things? And how are you not like <clears throat> in a corner? That's in a field position. That's like such a what if of like what if he actually got to finish this game? Like what would that be? 
I mean, I guess it's I guess it's good for, scary. good for me that it doesn't exist. Well, you don't have to play. Yeah. No one says you have to play PT. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no one said. Yeah, but there'd be videos of it out there, and I couldn't avoid it, you know? Or you could. I've avoided it all these years. All right. Well, good for you. Now I have to. Now, you, now, now you I have can. It. Now I have now to, like, do this. Uh, all right. We need to stop now. We've I really. don't really want to. We're scared now. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a headache. I'm really scared. Uh, next week, though, another another scary or spoopy, spooky or spoopy. I don't. We know. might need to go spoopy next week. I don't remember which I, one we're doing. This week was too week. scary. But we've already made our list, and we're doing it and again. Last the last week. Candy rankings. We're ranking the top Halloween candies. It, that's Can nice. Also, bring the candies and eat them. Well, some of them I don't want to eat. Some of them are just gross. I'm not going to say what, but. I don't. Oh, because some of them are the S, at the bring absolute. Bring your bring your S rank candy it's for like us to eat. Quadruple Z tier candy. It's like, bring your but that, get don't this you think out that's a good idea. Bring your S tier candy. Oh, okay. And then we can trade S tier candies. All right, that's and, a good and, idea. And see if it's yummy. Yeah, or not. that's not next week. That's a week after next. Yes. Yeah. We'll do our little trick or treat here. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, we are on to what we are playing. Yes. Uh, you started Death Loop. I did. I finally got around to yeah. starting Death Loop. It was on Game Pass, which is very convenient right. and fun um, and nice. And I kind of like it, actually. Kind of? Well, I wasn't sure. You have been telling me that it's extremely hard, I think, and, and that... Moi? Yes, you. I don't think I said that. Yes, you did. You said, I don't think I want to play this game. I never played this game. It's no, it's... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let me... What? What? Let what? me say what? something what? here. What? So I was worried that that game would have sort of a Majora's Mask kind of thing where it's very heavily on like the timing and it's like, oh, well, if you, you, you know, you didn't do this thing in, in the right timing, so now you've messed up or no. you feel like this pressure because the clock's always ticking. No. All right. Not at all. Not at all. I, I was, was completely wrong. It's very clever. Like when you first get dropped into the game, um, it's setting you up for this dying and, and looping <laughs> mechanic <laughs> that you're going to be experiencing in the game. But they do a really good job where, like, you kind of encounter this puzzle. Like, you're looking for this code, and you, do, you don't know it, but, like, it's telling you, like, you know the code, you know the code. And you're like, I don't freaking know this code. Like, what are mm. you talking about? So you just kind of keep, like, trying to play through it. And then when you do your second loop, you do you do know the code like some of oh. so it's like really clever the way that they like intro you. Why, why do you know the code the second time? Because like you like this event occurs. I don't want uh -huh. again. I don't want to spoil it for people. This event happens, and then like you find out what the code is, oh. and then you die. I see. and then you start over again, right? Where you started, and you're like, oh, I know exactly what to do now. So you're always starting from the same point. Yes, but you always have a little bit more more information. Something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is this a roguelike? Technically? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It, it is. Um, you do get to, like, pick up mods and, and things like that to, like, do your loadouts, yeah. too. So, it is. You do kind of collect these things. And so, when you do die and start again, you're not, like, starting from scratch. So, that intro part kind of introduces you to, like, what you have to do and, yeah. like, how to... You can defeat the enemies with stealth or you can just go in, like, guns blazing. Yeah. Um, I like the stealth options a lot because... It's helpful when, you know, I have really bad aim, so it, it's, like, a good that you, you can, like, kind of solve these loops, like, lots of different ways. Yeah. Um, and then you're in this, like, sort of, when you're in the loop part of it, when you're, like, doing that, like, it's a pretty big area. Like, I was scared that it was going to be, like, this very small area where you're forced to, like, go through it, and if it's too hard then you'll just like fail over and over again the same spot. 
but it's not like that at all. Like it's a huge area so you can like get to from, you know, A to whatever your next point is. Like you can be creative and get there like different ways. So like if you die like one time going one way, you can okay, try a different way. See if that's easier. See if I can yeah. pick up some items and like um, maybe that'll make it easier for me to get to that point. So it's actually pretty cool. There's like a little bit of um, puzzle solving, which I didn't expect. There's some stealth in there, which is really cool. There's like, you do have some like gadgety kind of things too to like hack different things along the way to help you. Does have kind of like a 60s spy. It's like a 70s. From the yeah. yeah, the trailers yeah. had that feel. Yeah, like all the the graphics and like the environments are very 70s. Like mm. you end up in like a sunken living room, which is yeah. very cute. I mean, it's it's cool. Yeah. The colors, like all that, the art style is really interesting. Um and yeah, the story is pretty cool too because you clearly like have no memory of what's happening, but you do know the person that is like making you do this. And so you're trying to figure out like what, you know, what's happening and like mm. why. And the character's very like, it's funny and like dialogue is really good. So yeah, it's actually really fun. Hmm. And that it's sounds not, really cool actually. It's not as like dauntingly difficult as I thought it would be. Okay. So I'm enjoying it. It does have kind of a lot of things that, could be annoying or could like time stuff, uh, stealth, yeah. yeah, puzzles. Like these are all things that make me ugh, yeah. kind of record, yeah. but, but what you just described sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to do any of that stuff. Oh. You could like, if you don't want to do the stuff, you could just run in with guns okay. blazing, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you know, you have to like be kind of strategic. Like you're yeah. going to run out of bullets and, yeah. um, you know, you don't want to be like mobbed or whatever. So, um, and all the enemies, they don't, they... They, they look like crash test dummies. Mm -hmm. So, and then they just like, there's no like blood or anything violent. They just like evaporate into like thin air right. when, when you get, like when you destroy them. So it's, it's like, it's almost kind of like funny versus it being like this like serious, you know, like serious shooter game or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. yeah. I, I mean, really that like game it. got like crazy good reviews when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. just waiting for it because I wasn't like super, super interested. So it's, it's good that it's on Game Pass and totally, I can totally. check it out that way easily. Hmm. So... All right, well, maybe yeah. I'll check that out. Really at some point. enjoying it so far. And you had one other game that you have forgotten the name of Nico. Something, something Nico. Do you not remember either? I'm not the one playing it. But you looked it up for me. Here comes Nico. Is Here comes it? Nico. Is that really it? Uh, yes. We'll put it in text if, Sorry. if we. Something with a Nico. We're wrong about that. Yeah. But you're the one that's playing yeah, it. Yeah, I you got a code for We both got codes yes. for this. And um, I decided to check it out last night, actually. Hmm. It's very cute. Um, I wish I played this like a little bit earlier. It's, it's a summer vibe game for sure. But oh. um, it's like you're this little person and you're helping out. You go you go from place to place helping out these little cats um, with their they, they each have little requests for you. Um, it's a I thought it was going to be kind of like a walking sim, like sort of like an Animal Crossing kind of thing. But it's actually a fair amount of platforming. Right. And um, the art style is really cool. It's almost like this. Like 2D, like it's 3D, but then the characters are like paper. Oh, like a paper Mario. Yeah, sort of thing. exactly. And then when you like flip the camera, you can see like behind them, they're like ah. paper thin or whatever. Um, it was very endearing. Like the, the cats are all really cute and the little like characters in there are really, really cute. Yeah. There's also these little frogs that are like your guide um, through these worlds. And the, the whole idea is you like help them and then they like pay you and then you use the money to like clear the train tracks to go into the next area. So I ended up making it to like the third area, I think. Wow. Um, but it's a, it's a really just like a very cute, fun little 
little game, and I, I wanted to play something random because yeah. I had been making Mario Maker levels, and I was like, oh, I'll just like have my Switch anyway. So I, I remember that when we got the codes, it said like, this is a game made for tired people, and I wasn't sure what that meant. Yeah, <laughs> what does that mean? I think it's because it's very like low key. Yeah, you know, it's like a low lift kind of game. Very low lift, and you, it's not hard, but you're still your your platform. You can't die. You can't yeah. fall off of anything. Right. You there's like some very light puzzles, but they're not hard. Yeah. It's very cute and satisfying to just like kind of mill around and explore right. these little locations. So I yeah. like it. It's very it's very endearing. Right. Yeah. We have both been playing Super Mario Maker 2. We went back to that to make these levels. To make levels. Yeah, um, yeah. I absolutely spent the first 10 minutes just staring at the... I was like, what do I do? I realized oh, no. like 30 minutes in that I was making the level in the wrong game. I had to re-erase it what and start over. What do you mean in over. the wrong game? The wrong game style. Well, you can just change that on the fly. No, I, I tried to change it and it told me all oh. elements would be deleted. Oh, because you... Which one did you start with? Super Mario 3D World. Oh, yeah, because that one has some different stuff. I know. Oopsie. Oh, man. That's a yeah. bummer. I, I didn't lose that much progress, but I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing that I have to do. Yeah, I definitely looked at the game and was like, how do you do this again? How do I? Yeah, and I have to look up, like, like basic commands. Like, like how do like I multi-select? Doing stuff with pipes really, like, flummoxed me for a bit. I was like, wait a minute. How do I connect these pipes? Doors? Yeah. 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 I figured I, um, it out, though. Remember you bought me that stylus? And I was like... We both have these really nice... I was like, please tell me I still have the stylus. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. And I was like, oh, it's so nice. It was, like, so comfortable. That's really important to have. It is. Yeah. But you know what? Hmm. I'm, I'm like, into it. Like, it was really fun. It was, really, it was fun. really fun, yeah. And, like, really relaxing. Like, I just kind of, like... I was just, like, hanging out under a blanket with chili. Yeah. Like, I had, like... I was watching Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Good. Now, what is no, your so when you're making a Mario Maker level, like what in what generally are you trying? Are you aiming for? Because there's some people like, well, I, I try and make these crazy puzzles, or some people like, I try and make oh. it as hard as possible. Like, what is you, what are you trying to do? I like it to visually look really nice. Okay, I'm a visual person. Like, right. I you know me, like not even maybe I should work at NCR honestly. Like, I, like I want everything to be like because it's on a grid. Like, it oh, has to yeah. be spaced evenly. Right, right, like. Right. You know how the pipe takes up two spaces. Mm -hmm. So I definitely have to have four spaces so the pipe can sit on the two. Yeah, like yeah. if the if it's three <laughs> three blocks and the pipe is off center, I'm like, no, no, oh, no. I can't do that. Um, this one was because we were making levels again based on the trailer, so I almost felt like I already had like a roadmap to totally. how to do this. So it was not. It actually wasn't that hard. Like sometimes when I'm like making a level with just some like total scratch, it's like, well, how do I want this to look? Mm -hmm. And then I kind of like build it up from there. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I usually, I'm like a, I usually put down like a very base layer of what I want and then I add like, then I usually add like enemies next and then like power-ups last. Oh. So I do it in like three layers. Yeah. And so at the end, you, it feels like full and hmm. vibrant or else, yeah, you don't want to look too empty or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, But that's like kind of how I do it. Okay. What about you? Uh, I try and do something that would actually be in a Mario game. Okay. And... It's always such an interesting exercise of be, of being reminded, like, wow, real Mario games, simple. those levels are really simple, and they're usually, like, very short. Like, if you go back to Mario Brothers 3, yeah. like, those, those levels are, like, a minute long. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Not even sometimes. So it's really, like, res you need restraint to yeah. not just be like, well, I'm going to put this enemy there, yeah, and I'm going to put yeah, this yeah, enemy yeah, there, he's yeah, going to be totally. flying, he's going to be doing crazy stuff. Like, no, that's yeah. not what they did. 
Um, you certainly yeah. can do all of that stuff. Right, right. But, and people but, do, and it's fun. Right. So sure. mine are very, like, straightforward. That's good. Yeah. Um, probably, you know, on the spectrum of, of Mario Maker levels, like, the more basic side. But, yeah. but that's what is cool to me. It's like, wow, I could actually make a level that... Would that feel would in place fit within a Mario in a proper game. Mario game. I remember when we were making our levels for Mr. Tezuka that one time. He said something that stuck with me even today, where mm. it's like, you need to have a risk reward system yeah. in your levels. Yeah. So I always try to put that into like, there's a there's certain things you do in a Mario level that is extremely satisfying. Like, you know how you can put the trail in when you like put a jump that's at the very like top of Mario's right. height, and you can just make it like that's the risk reward right, thing where you're right. like oh that's so satisfying so like i always try to put i i feel like i put some of this these in my level you can tell me when you yeah, play it but yeah. i always try to like look for areas right. like moments to do that too it was a little weird i mean the first mario maker i mean it was so perfect for the wii u yeah it was this huge hit mario maker two people liked but it didn't really have the extended life I that i think a lot of people hoped i think they the online stuff was not Great. Yeah, the online stuff kind of made it the, the online stuff and the, the way you share and finding levels finding too, and sharing. was a little busted for a while. Yeah, it definitely felt like clunky. Yeah, which was unfortunate in like the year you know twenty nineteen or whatever. Yeah, it was, right. Um, the other thing was I think it like like people really wanted some sort of like cool social media like integration right. with that because it, it's like something you're creating like you need to find a way to like get it out of the system right. and there was no good and way also they, to do that. And also they'd added the multiplayer mode but the online multiplayer was completely mm -hmm. broken. So yeah. it was kind of like a self-own in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like we made, the base game was like so good and so cool and we found a way to make it mostly mm -hmm. work on the Switch. But all this kind of pretty important stuff on the periphery just didn't work right. Yeah. It was a bummer. It was really a bummer because that phenomenon was like so so cool yeah. and like we were when we were like thinking about this mario maker idea we went back and looked at some of our old nintendo minute videos right. and just the amount of i think we made like like almost like 15 plus videos for the first mario maker game because it was such like a phenomenon you know just oh, yeah. playing people's levels right. making levels Sharing. Yeah, we levels. probably did at least like ten videos yeah. on the original Mario Maker. Yeah. I, I also was. I was like, how come I don't? It says I don't have any uploaded levels, and yeah. I remembered. So we had an official Nintendo Minute That's account right. that the dev team let us have, which was cool. Yeah. But we had to recreate basically the That's levels why. that we had made on our own hardware on that hardware to yeah. up it from that account. And I didn't upload anything from my. Which original. was so annoying. Yeah, and but tedious. I still have the level saved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I didn't make that many on this. I do you made still a... have that Switch? Do we still have access to that Switch with the official Nintendo Minute <gasps> account? <laughs> do we? What happened to that? I producer might have, producer I might have it. Send a smoke signal if you have it. I have a lot of Switch systems in my house. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just have them. It's weird. You just cleared that place out <laughs> as you were leading I, I, I in a cloud of like dust. four or five of these random Nintendos. I just have them like a drawer somewhere. Oh it's so gosh. random. So oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that did, mm. it was just a great reminder. That game is super fun. Um, hopefully, at some point, they do. I don't think I need another one on Switch. Maybe you know when Maybe the next like next hardware. Yeah. Keep I, keep going with that, please. Yeah, like with the movie coming out, what kind of other Mario things will happen around yeah, it? Yeah. You know, like that could be a really cool thing to do, like DLC for or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like maybe they do something that's sure. like movie, maybe movie themed right. elements will make it into the into Mario Maker. Uh, I surely doubt it, but okay. 
Uh, I just have like wild hopes and dreams, you know? The only other thing I've been playing since I was hunkered down making these levels is uh, we got codes for the Switch version of Tunic. We've been waiting for this. Yes. Um, and when the original version of Tunic came out on Xbox, this was a game that for a while, it was right in the middle of Elden Ring. And for a while, uh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to kind of double off on these two games. But they were both really hard. At a certain point, I couldn't do it. And I was like, I just need to devote all my time to Elden Ring. So mm -hmm. I fell off of Tunic yeah. um, you know, several hours into it, which was a bummer. But I'm feeling fairly committed to actually beating it this time. And this has been a really good reminder of like, wow, this game is awesome. Yeah. This game is absolutely going to be in my top 10 of the year. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and it's really nice to have the you know, convenience of playing it on Switch. Mm -hmm. I will say, like, the graphics did get a downgrade that I noticed. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, going from Xbox to, to Switch, that's going to happen. Um, and certainly, you know, not a huge issue, but it was something um, that I noticed. So, yeah. but yeah. I, I'm playing have it. Have you been playing on handhelds or? I've been playing it all, all the ways. Okay. Um, I did turn on some of the assist stuff because I need to replay a lot of the first hours That's of it. Right, and I was like, I don't yeah. want to fiddle with this. I just kind of want to. Can you adjust it after you beat, like you go through the first couple hours and then when you get to like the new new stuff? Or oh, is I it... don't know, actually. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'm going to find maybe out. Maybe I get locked into yeah. this. That's fine. Whatever. But You're not it paying is interesting. for that anyway. Like I am, there are some things that I'm doing where it's, I am remembering that I did it slightly differently on my first playthrough. Oh. The game gives you a lot of freedom to yeah, take yeah. different paths. So I that's interesting. That. I don't remember exactly what I did, but this is definitely different. I'm going down a different sequence of events oh, to get things done. You were further than I was when, we, lot, when I we originally played the game when it first came out. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to, I downloaded for Switch. Um, <clears throat> I'm definitely looking forward to like jumping back into it and beating it on Switch because I just want to play it in bed, honestly. Like, <laughs> right, right. I'll probably be playing this game like 100% in handheld at this point and just like, you know, getting through it. Um, like I, how I usually play my Switch games where like I have like a movie on and the, like I, mm. I just like to play Hocus Pocus. To keep watching. Hocus Pocus 1 on one TV, Hocus Pocus 2 on another TV. And Tunic on the Switch. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great actually. Oh my gosh. I'm going to PSL the, in hand. I'm going to the Hocus Pocus live symphony show in a couple of weeks in San Francisco. Uh, the SF Symphony is doing Hocus Pocus. Okay. Segway. Tangent. Mm -hmm. Does that sound cool? And? That's all. Okay. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Great. But anyways, um, I'll be playing Tunic there. Just kidding. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I really do want to stick with Tunic. We've got a few more weeks until uh, Mario Plus Rabbids comes out. That's going to yep. be the, the next biggie, biggie game. And then game. Bayonetta. Well, I'm not, I, I think I'm, I don't know what I'm doing with Bayonetta. I really? Might, I might be skipping Bayonetta. Not even going to try it a little bit? Well, God of War comes out right after that, and there's Pokemon. So it's getting, it's getting a little, little hot and heavy here. Yeah, God of War, November, though. Bayonetta is still in October. Can try for a week. Well, I'm not beating Mario and Rabbids in, like, three days. You could try both at the same time, no? This was when you were like, I'm going to finish uh, Horizon, Horizon in, like, four days before Elden Ring comes <gasps> I eventually out. finished Horizon. I was really proud Six of Six months later! Sorry! I was playing Elden Ring and beating it, unlike you. Sheesh! Oh, oh gosh. Um, guess what? Guess what? We got another sponsor. With HelloFresh. HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. 
skip trips to the grocery store, and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. so excited to get this. Pumped. Because I have been a HelloFresh fan for a really long time. Absolutely. I, like, I hope that one day I'll get to work with them um, on the show, which is so cool. Right, right. So yes, yeah, so we, I have been using HelloFresh, but um, this is, I think this was your, your first time it using HelloFresh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What did you think? Well, the, the, the time-saving element is really great. Mm -hmm. You know, going to the grocery store takes a lot of time. Yeah. Um, sometimes you get going on a recipe and it's like, what did I sign myself up for? And it's, right, you right. know, way longer than you expected. Um, you know, with these, you know, the, the time commitment is very clear. You can choose based on that. And they have some that are really quick and snappy. Yeah. But none of it is, you know, taking you down this hours long rabbit hole. Right, exactly. And it's really cool because right now they have a lot of like fall themed right. recipes and we got to sample some mm -hmm. of that. So they do a really good job like changing up their calendar for seasonal yes. ingredients and again everything is fun fresh and so it, it's not like you know you're trying to like make something that where the ingredients like actually don't exist in this month. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, like a cryogenic right, whatever. Right, right. Um, so that's really nice and I love all the variety like they have vegan options, they have yeah. pescatarian options, they have vegetarian options. So whatever sort of your dietary um, preferences, yeah. they, they, they have meal kits that are designed for you. Yeah. Um, we both made- The same thing. The same thing. Right. The pork taquitos. Indeed. We've got some pictures. You can do a side yes. by side. This doesn't count towards Does the challenge Does not count board. towards the challenge score, um, but. I think they were both delicious though. They were so. Yeah, they turned out really nice. Good, I love the seasoning and the yeah, filling. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, they, it, was, it was like a really great, like quick kind of one pot Exactly. Meal. And yeah. you have exactly what you need for the recipe exactly. in the box, which is so nice. No food goes to waste that no, way, which is great. that's true. Yeah. Go to HelloFresh.com slash KitKrista65 and use code KitKrista65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash KitKrista65 and use KitKrista65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Wow, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. 65%. That's a huge discount. That's a lot. Link is here. Yes. Also in the description box Excellent. below. Get your meals now. All right, we are on to the news. We've got to start with the Mario movie. Where are your graphs and whiteboards? Well, and let's just start by talking about, now that we're, what, uh, by the time this comes out, we're about a week a week out. Yes, We're beyond, exactly we're beyond the gut reaction phase. Right, we've all had we've time to sit, sit with it. Yes, we've exactly. digested it. I never liked it when people would say that. I, I need some want, time to digest, digest this information. This. It's like, well, what are you gonna do after you digest it? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> Ew. Absorb. Absorb. Uh. Wrap your head around it, as they I say. I absorb it into my large intestine. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. I need to flush my reactions down this toilet. <laughs> All right. But anyways, the Mario movie. Please. No, you tell you me begin. first. Um, I, I'm in love with this trailer. Really? Yeah. Yes. In Again, love with this? Like it? I said, I was so concerned about this movie. I thought there were so many pitfalls that they could fall into. No, this looks, it is truly like respectful and celebrating the source material. That was one thing that I was particularly worried about. Yeah. You can really feel Mr. Miyamoto's involvement. Yeah, for you sure. Know, Nintendo is like basically co-financing this movie. Yeah. So I think that 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 money is on the that line. makes for a good partnership of Nintendo yeah. bringing their know-how. We have know -how. stakes in this, you know. Right. Yeah, or they have stakes. There's in no it. we anymore. 
Right. Yeah. But they're saying <laughs> yes. we have a stake. Exactly. In this. So I think that that might be like again this this might be the best of both worlds of bringing the movie making know how with the Mario know how. Yeah, the Mario universe. Know-how. Right. So you've got yeah. that. Um, the scope of it feels way bigger than I expected. Like mm-hmm. I figured it would be like, well, we saw in the poster, you know, you're in the Mushroom Kingdom. I figured it would all be there. I was so yeah. like shocked when it started out with Bowser, with the Bowser and the, the, the Penguin, the, you know, with the penguins. I was yeah. like, oh, you can see how we're going to see all these different areas of the mm-hmm. Mario universe that we never even saw really in the games. Yeah, we can kind of get an idea. Like there are ice levels, there right. are you know desert levels or whatever, but right. you kind of get the sense that there is there are these you know, actual characters and they're living their lives and yeah. there's all these things happening in these environments that you see like sort of like just very briefly in Mario games, right. which I think yeah. is, I thought that beginning of that trailer was a wow moment. Yeah. Like that was, that was like such a cool way. Cause it would be such like a more safe, I guess almost like safer move to start with Mario in the mushroom kingdom, you know, yeah. like very iconic, like, Mario coming out of a pipe or Mario in more of that like very familiar landscape, but having it be like very almost like dark and funny at the same time. Like that could have been scary if you were like a six-year-old and you saw like, oh my gosh, Bowser's like wrecking shop here. Burned down this whole city. Melting down this like poor penguins, you know, castle or whatever. Yeah, but the part that I loved about the beginning of the trailer was like it really just like upped your expectation of the personalities in this movie. Like it just felt like all the characters that you've never seen speak, that you've never seen really do much except for like you stomp on their heads and that's it. Like they all had these distinctive personalities. Well, that was the third thing I was going to say is like there was so much hand wringing and I did it about, oh, the voice cast. Like are these people, is this going to be weird? Is this going to be hokey? Is this going to stink? Yeah. And... Well, Bowser like, was fantastic. For the most part, like, it's great. You know, like, yeah. Jack Black, Jack he's, Black he's was... going to nail this. Um, I think he's believe. born to play this. I mean, I didn't yeah. think this when he, they casted him, but he was, right. he's clearly, like, not only just personally enthusiastic about it, but he's he's just invested in this voice <clears throat> right. and this character. Um, I, loved it. I loved it. The Chris Pratt thing, I think we all got a little nervous when he was like, it's, it's like something you've never heard before. It's like, well, we've. He's basically doing his voice. Like some people are like, oh, maybe he has like a small New York accent, like whatever. It's it's not like him making a concocting yeah, this, yeah, nuts, we don't want that. this nutso accent yeah, yeah. in the lab. That would have been really bad. That would so have been for really him awkward. for him to just be doing a normal person's voice, yeah. like that's like it's neither a win nor a loss. It's like, but I'll take it. Because yeah. it's not gonna be it's not gonna so be out there weird. At least. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm really glad to just move on to just be like, okay, like Fine. The Chris Pratt conversation <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. It's like... I'm tired of talking about Now this him. performance, like we can focus on the performance and again, you know, it may yeah. not be the thing that I love most about the movie, but it's also not going to distract in a way that I'm going to hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully From not. what I've seen. Hopefully not. Like that was 30 seconds. So... Sure. Two hours. You in. have an issue with the face. Let me go back to Bowser and the Penguins really quick before I go to the face. <laughs> but I do have a problem with the face. The other thing I just really about that beginning of that trailer is that like, like it really sets up like what kind of humor is going to be in this movie yeah, yeah. that I really appreciated because like the Minions movie have a very like kind of sarcastic like you're a huge Minions. Fan. I love Minions. Yeah. yeah, I love Minions, and it has like that like 
you know, it's it's cute and it like a kid would like it, but also right. like an adult would like it because it has more of like sometimes like an edgier humor. Mm-hmm. And I, I made this joke, but like legit the beginning of that, the beginning of the trailer was like a Game of Thrones. Like it was yeah, very much like it was. this like, you know, big mm-hmm. sort of large scale war kind of thing, which I thought was such a fun way to like set it up for like what is actually happening. Yeah. What's the what's the plot of this movie? Um, but yeah, so I loved I loved that part of it so much. I think the penguins like stole the show. They're my favorite character so far. Hmm. And um, Mario's face. So I think I just need to get used to it, honestly. But yeah. there's something weird going on with the eyes. Our good friend uh, Lee Kovacs did do a side-by-side of like what makes the movie face different from the game face. Yeah. And it is, there are some differences. To me, again, it, it wasn't so drastic that it really was an issue. I think I need to see more of it to sure. really like just get used to it. Mm-hmm. But it, it definitely felt different enough where it was like a little jarring for me. And I don't know. Again, I, I continue to like, maybe it's the voice plus the face, but mm. I just... I need Mario to be the hero, the innocent hero that he is. Mm-hmm. And I just don't feel it quite yet in this All particular right. Mario. But I think as his character develops more and we see more of it and like he's actually like doing more stuff and things are happening and there's more dialogue, like I'm sure that will come through. Yeah. But I'm just saying specifically looking at the trailer, like I I don't buy it. I don't buy like by what? Like he just doesn't feel like Mario, yeah, mm. to me. All right. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. That's the only thing. But I yeah. mean, other than that, I think I think it looks it looks really yeah. good. We did put out a poll after the trailer aired. Yeah. And asked people what they thought. So we had it kind of broken into four like first was like I'm blown away. It's like look look cool, but I want to see more. And then yeah. it got into more like, I don't know, or like I thought it stunk. Yeah. And almost everybody was in those top two. Yeah, I'm in the second pretty one, positive yeah. categories, which I don't know if they could have Asked hoped for, for a better reception to this trailer. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I put out a tweet like the day of. I was like, I think this feels like one of the biggest days in Nintendo history since the Switch reveal trailer. Yeah. Because you start to think of like all the implications of like, well, you have this big opportunity with this, with movies and entertainment in general. Mm-hmm. If this goes well, you're off the trampoline. But if it and goes the badly, the right? If your first big effort is a stinker. It's going to be really detrimental it's to a, your... It's a hard hole to dig yourself oh, yeah. out of. Yeah, it really is. So now they're like rocket launched off this trampoline. Yeah, and I think so. I think... I haven't seen a lot of people talking about... I think this is going to be like a mega, mega hit in a way that like is really going to open a lot of doors for them to do more in movies or entertainment. I hope so. Like, cause I, I want that. I want yeah. the universe and all of the cool, the other, I mean, people talk about like, you know, we talked about obviously like Zelda movies yeah. and Metroid and Fire Emblem. Like yeah. there's so many like properties that they own that would yeah. just lend itself so well to these other right. entertainment things. So and, I want them to like really succeed yeah. at this so and we Marvel, can have that. Marvel gets is the comparison a lot because they're another one that has the IP library to do it with. Yeah. It's a little bit different though because when Marvel started to do this movie stuff, like they were literally on the brink of going out of business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's kind of like you're taking a hugely successful company and now you're adding a potentially like multi-billion dollar... Industry to it. Another business to it. Yeah. Which is really like 
mind-blowing when, when you think about yeah. it. Like, Nintendo right now is a huge company. Right. And a huge, successful company. It's like, could this movie thing eventually become bigger? Like, you know, obviously the, the movie part of Marvel is way bigger than the, than comics. the comics. Like, could it, it outstrip what the, you know, core business of Nintendo is eventually? Maybe. I don't know. Or become, like, even, like, 50-50 would be, sure. like, a huge deal. Right. And at that point, Nintendo is a fundamentally different company than yeah. it, than well, it was a week ago. Well, you need to restaff the entire ago. company. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And the priorities are different. And you think about, like, do they need to make games in a way that feeds into the movies more than they do? Yeah. It right now, it's, like, very I, separate, right? So I I scoffed at when you said, like, oh, we're going to get a Mario, Mario the movie, the game. Now I really want that, actually. I think they're going to do it. I... I wouldn't want it to be like, oh, we're using the same voices, but, you know, kind of a more traditionally made Mario yeah, game. but like set this, in this, this new universe. With the setting and the story. Yeah. Could be really cool. It could be awesome. Right. So now I'm feeling like that would be a missed opportunity if they didn't do something exactly. like that. Exactly. Like you, you need to feed this like, what is it? The wheel right. that they say, right? Right. Because if you're going to The do IP synergies. <laughs> A crackling. The flywheel yeah. of IP. Oh, oh, I no. hate that phrase. It's terrible. Oh, no. You gotta feed the flywheel. Um, gross. It is terribly gross, but that's how they can make a lot of money. It's crazy. All right, let's get into these charts. Okay, I'm, I'm you just... have charts. You so, have what? I have, three, I have three different charts. First, we're going to start with all-time grossing video game movies. Okay. Uh, I will read to you the top 10 from bottom to top, starting okay. with number 10. Okay. Resident Evil Afterlife. Okay. Resident Evil The Final Chapter. Mm -hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog. Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, The Angry Birds Movie, Uncharted, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Rampage. I really didn't expect that to be there at number three. I really did not expect Rampage to be number three. <laughs> I don't think it's I think that had The Rock in it or some big action star. Did, did it? Okay. Can, can Detective you... Pikachu, number two, mm. and number one, Warcraft. I think Warcraft took off big overseas is how I remember that oh. being. So, Detective do you Pikachu. think the Mario movie has the potential to make more than any of those? Yes. Yes. Okay. The Absolutely, top grossing, yes. the top Warcraft worldwide gross, $430 million. There's, there's, there's nothing to sneeze at, uh, but we can go much higher. And it's going to obliterate gonna past, past that. I think it's going to be way past that. Okay. Our next chart, top animated movies. Okay. I will read you the top 10. Zootopia. Great movie. Fine. Really? Love that. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> you watched it with me, but okay. I did? Yes. Huh. Anyways, continue. <laughs> Finding Dory. Great movie. Despicable Me 3. Isn't that another illumination? It is. Okay. Great movie. Toy Story 3. Oh, that's nice. Toy Story 4. Minions. Oh. The Incredibles 2. Oh. Frozen. Yes. Frozen 2. Yes. And number one, The Lion King, the, <gasps> the remade Lion oh, King. the remade I, I, Again, I wasn't expecting that to okay. be number one. Um, notable... Minions movie that came out this summer is number 15. So it's okay. right it's right around there. Okay. Um, do you think the Mario movie has the potential to surpass any of those movies? Not the number one. Well, no, but any of those in the top 10. Zo will it make more than Zootopia, which I don't even know. Again, apparently I saw and forgot. It, it probably will. I, I think it's going to be in the lower <clears throat> half of the, the 10. Okay. Well... Let me tell you, every movie in this top 10 list made over a billion dollars. Oh, shoot. Yes. So now we're getting serious. Oh, I don't know if they can do it. Then. This, this is what. I why don't know not? If they can do it. Why not? Zootopia? Big Disney property. Uh, and a lot of merch around it. A lot. You don't, of... you don't think there's going to be a lot of Mario merch? I don't know. And you have like 40 years of people being exposed and into this IP? I don't know. 
around. All people. ages? Maybe. Oh, yeah. I Again, once you get into like the Toy Story stuff, I don't know. Like, that's, no, because there's no way. That's got to be. there's no way. There's I, no I think way. I think Frozen might be too much to overtake. There is no way. But there's actually not a big gap. So Zootopia made like basically a shade over a billion. And Frozen 2 is at a billion and a half. Mm -hmm. So there's not a huge difference. A I was actually billion. surprised that Frozen was not number one. And that Frozen 2 made more than Frozen 1. Frozen 2 is so good. Frozen 1 was like a phenomenon that you don't often see. Yeah. Um, okay. So now, now. Maybe, maybe. Now we're into all-time box office here. Okay. Uh, I will just read you the top. Okay, starting from Frozen 2 is number 12. I will read you all the movies after that from 11 to 1. Okay. Top Gun Maverick. Okay. I still need to see that. Furious 7. Yeah. The Avengers, The Lion King, which was the People Lion King that the I Lion just King. mentioned. Yeah. Jurassic World, another Chris Pratt joint. Spider-Man, No Way Home, Avengers Infinity War, oh. Star Wars Episode 7, The oh. Force Awakens, Titanic. Oh, jeez. Avengers Endgame and Avatar. Oh, Avatar. Where do you think the Mar can the Mario movie crack that group? What was number 10 again? Uh, we were starting from Frozen 2, Top Gun, Furious 7. Can no. it make more than a, than a Fast and Furious movie? No. I think it's challenging for it to no. get into that point. No, but, absolutely not. But at that point, you are in... So Multi-billion dollars, right? The top grocer, there are 51 movies that have made over a billion dollars ever. Okay. I think the Mario movie is going to be number 52. I am quite certain of that. You think it's going to make a billion dollars? I absolutely do. I don't know. I absolutely I think, it's, do. It, I think it depends. On what? On what happens between now and uh, April What, a, what a pointless thing to say. Of course it depends on what happens between now and then. Yeah, it just depends on what that marketing Be looks specific. Like. It's going to depend on what the what Okay, the, well, the we got these Happy Meals. Like. Those Happy Meals are leaking left and right. We got... <laughs> the weird Happy Meals. Yeah, the weird faces. <laughs> Again, yeah. this is where it's good that Universal is going to be twisting Nintendo's arm. It's like, hey, you know what you need to do? All these 15 other things that maybe you don't want to do, but I'm going to make you do it. That's the thing that's going to make or break it. Right. Harry Potter's on that list? I'm sure. Uh, the first Harry Potter movie is number 15, Deathly Hallows Part 2, 1.3 billion. Yeah. These big franchises where it's almost like very similar with like that amount of history. I think the Lion King movie is actually a really good example because mm. it does have like that pent up legacy yeah. of people that watched it. it was when, the kids. first one came out when the 1993. Like early 90s? Okay. Yeah, 1993 I think is yeah. when the first one came okay. out. So it has like that nostalgia factor. Actually, all of those Disney remade animated movies are super high on this top. Because of that nostalgia top 50. factor, I bet. Right. Yeah. So that that actually it bodes well for them if they do the marketing, <clears throat> if they do like the promotion stuff right. Right. Um, Beauty and the Beast is number yeah, 19. Aladdin, I saw. Oh, yeah. That's number 41. That's over a billion though. Beyonce is in the Lion King remake. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Beyonce, And then Queen obviously Bee. you've got all the, you know, all this Marvel stuff, all, more Star Wars, more Lord of the Rings. Star Wars, again, it's another one that's very stuff. similar, where again, you right. have like a huge, yeah. long, like nostalgic or I think you are, base. I think you are underselling the potential because there's never been a movie. But again, 40 years of love and demand for this thing to be presented in a completely different format. Mm -hmm. I think it is going to really be up here on this list when all is said and done. Internationally, too? Yeah, internationally like, might like, be really well. It's like, wow, yeah. like every, you know, Mario's an icon everywhere. 
That's true. Yeah, Mario is definitely an icon everywhere, and you'll you'll probably do well, like equally well in all regions, yeah. which will be awesome. Um, yeah, I think it def definitely has potential. It's just gonna we'll have to see. Like we saw thirty seconds of a trailer, so we need to see like more things to see if it like holds up to this initial like excitement that everyone feels. Like you know, the only way it could tank is if it's a musical. That's the only thing. It would or bring it, it could it could bring it up. Because that's how that that's why Frozen. Why do you think Frozen sells so well? Because the music is amazing. Five-year-old girls. No, it's not <laughs> at all. The music is so good. People are like rewatching it. Like all. I mean, yeah. Perfect. Um, Jack did say there's songs. I really, I really opened your eyes with these charts. That's the, that's the formula. Get the charts. Okay. <laughs> we, need, we need the numbers. The hard numbers. The hard hitting numbers. Mm. Um, interesting. Well, we'll have to see. I'm rooting for Nintendo. I'm rooting for this movie to yes. be amazing. I want the, you know, the entertainment properties to continue. Mm -hmm. I want to see Sorcy Ronan, whatever. Oh, Shersha? Sersha? A lot of people gave you instructions on how Saoirse to say this. Sersha Ronan. I think that's how you say it. gave you the comments. As, as Zelda, I, yeah. want, I want to see all of it. So I want this to work for them. And I definitely think this is a <laughs> Nintendo's future is on the line. Yes. Um, all right. Our next story. Mm -hmm. CD Projekt has laid out like the next 10 years of games. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why really, they needed to do they this. They really did. They really did. Whoa. Uh, let's talk about it. They put out this like investor video. I ended up watching it. I don't know if you did. Um, but it's not. basically like, yeah, here's what we're doing. Good for so them. the roadmap is this year, uh, next gen version of The Witcher 3. You should play that. I Although they're kind of running out. Year's almost over. I know, I'm running out of time. Get going. Um, it's not out yet. They better put it out. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I have to play some of the other Witcher games that I haven't played. Eh, you can go right to this one. Oh. Uh, Cyberpunk expansion, Phantom Liberty next year. Mm -hmm. And then we get into some stuff that is, is eye-opening. A little bit, yeah. Uh, we're going to start making th a new Witcher trilogy. Three games in six years. And they're saying they're using the Unreal Engine 5 to... You know, having this consistent tech will help cut down on the, the development time. time. Yeah, yeah, sure. And so there's a new cyberpunk sequel being made by this new studio that's being opened in Boston. Uh -huh. And then they have an entirely new IP that is in pre-production. Wow. wow. Um, I'm here for it. I love these. <clears throat> I mean, it's great. I love all of these games. Yeah. I haven't I'm, played Witcher, but I like the show. <laughs> I am worried by them saying that we're making three games in six years. In this video, this guy made a big point. He's like, we have learned from everything we went through with Cyberpunk. And then they go on to announce we're making three games in six years. Maybe like, the, I don't think you did, buddy. But maybe this tech, though. What helped okay. them not have the Why? Okay. Maybe that's an internal goal. Why do you need to publicly say this and put this pressure on these developers? Who And they're also like, our quality is unrivaled. So it's like... Let let these people have the time. Yeah. Have you ever made a, a game in, in you know that short of a period you know, of time? It's a delay. I've I really had some like I was like, you just stepped on your own feet there, buddy. It didn't really need to like over oversell it, you know? Right. Like, it's like it's like TMI. Almost. Why do you need why did you need to say that? <laughs> yeah. You could just say we're making a new trilogy. Great. Yeah. You don't have to spell out the timelines for all of these. Now any misstep, people are gonna jump on that. Like, true. oh, they did it again. They yeah. screwed up again. Especially because they have like this like reputation. Exactly. Now. They have like this expectation. People have expectations. They're like they're like out yeah. to get them on this. Exactly. Which is nonsense. But so yeah. that was really the one thing that I took issue with. 
the other thing is like the whole. They could be that confident though. <laughs> they, you don't they, know. they shouldn't be that confident after what just happened. Mm. They really shouldn't be. Um, I don't know why they had to announce so much, and I've seen a few theories. Like one is that they're trying to be get acquired. So there's like showing like, hey. Oh yeah, we have we're, like a lot of stuff. We got it cooking over here. Yeah, so you Another, wanna buy this yeah. commodity? <clears throat> Another one was that they're, it's like, they really need to staff up. So they want to attract talent. Oh, okay. Of like showing like, hey, we've got some really promising projects. Well, that makes sense. Um, they seem to be very driven by their kind of finance, financial investor base. I yeah. would love to, I, I don't want to get into the, you know, Polish stock exchange too much. But I would just love to know, like, what is the financial situation of this company? Is it precarious? What? Yeah. Because, like, that whole that seemed to be the whole reason that Cyberpunk got pushed out so early. It was like we need we need the money. We need to make money. We need to make money. Yeah. Or we've we've told we told the investors that this is when it's coming. Yeah, they seem terrified like, of really, these investors. Um, like, they're really held accountable. By right. These investors so it's somehow. it's something I don't understand, but seems to be a recurring theme yeah. for this studio. And it must it, it must it be something like that. And though. it worries me. Yeah. Frankly, that they're making decisions for the wrong reasons. But maybe they don't have a choice. Maybe. I don't know. So they have to find some balance yeah. somewhere, you know? So they have to, like, do this. Send me things. to Poland. I'll get to the bottom of it. You? Yeah. You're not welcome there. Well, I'll get to the bottom of some del delicious sauerkraut, too. <laughs> <laughs> Send me. In the vodka. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get to the bottom of vodka. Uh, excuse here. me. They call it vodka there. Vodka. Um, I'll drink it. I don't care. So that was, that was something. Uh, and then our last story is uh, the next Splatfest has been announced. Yeah, this is so fun. Pokemon crossover. I think wow. this is so awesome. This is cool. This is very cool. I wonder who came to who on this because this is kind of like now the two biggest IPs in Japan. Yeah. It was it was it like a standoff of like who? Who's gonna break first? Yeah, exactly. Who's, we got, we, who's like, got the power? We're like four sake bottles in yeah. like a tiny chair, and we've eaten like <laughs> one chicken wing between the two of us. That's a very specific reference that I don't think anybody else is gonna okay, understand. But you like it? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like it's like midnight yeah. in Kyoto, right. and they finally decide. All right, fine, we'll do it. Fine, fine, we'll do it. Fine, fine. You get the grass types. You get the fine. Grass types, yeah. So this is running November 11th through the 13th. What are you choosing? Fire, obviously. Um, I'm I'm less like locked into a type from game to game. Yeah. But I am going fire type. I'm going Fuit Coco for the new game. Yeah. So I guess that's what I'll be choosing. I mean, yeah. choose. Yeah. You have to choose the type you're choosing. Fire seems to have an have overwhelming. You have to choose the type you're choosing in Pokemon. Yeah. That yeah. seems to have an overwhelming advantage. Oh. But then every time I choose, I always lose. Yeah. So we'll probably lose. Uh, no, I'll, yeah. <laughs> True. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get, somehow we'll get like bodied and tricolor splat fest yeah. and we'll lose. Uh, this was part, this was news, I think came out of Nintendo Live. Nintendo Live happened, came and gone. Um, we learned why uh, that video that we did did not perform nobody so well. Nobody knew what literally, this was. Literally nobody knows what Nintendo Live is. Well, if you want to know. Even, even like the most diehard Nintendo fans, like, what's that? Like, oh, How I understand. Guys? I don't know. Okay, well now you, if you want to know, you can know. Yeah. I mean, and aside from that crazy, like, Link statue that they had, I didn't see that many people talking about it either. Like, that crazy Link statue was pretty awesome, That was, that was neat, yeah. I would like to hug that <clears> That statue. was cool. He's pretty hot. You, what, you like to what? Hug him. Oh, hug it. I thought you said, I was like, have, hug? What, which way are you going? I'm, I'll take it. Have it and then hug it. I'm going to hug it. All right, into other things you want. Again, oh, I'm, I'm nailing these segues. The questions from our Patreon family. Okay. 
The first question might be something you want to hug too. I want to hug this. From Jordan Collette. Asking the most important questions. Are you team Mario cake or team Mario pancake? Now we're not talking about cake Again, or pancake. I feel bad for the people listening on audio. Let's just describe this. We've got one picture of Mario from the movie. Uh, in the rump area. Yes. He's His lacking. Buttocks. He's lacking. His gluteus maximus looks like a pancake. And then we have this other screenshot, which I confirmed is doctored. This is not exactly from a game. Oh. I asked, I had a follow-up question on this screenshot because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Whoa! This looks to be from uh, Odyssey. This is from Odyssey. This has been enhanced. He has an enhanced bottom. Like, uh, like, like Kim Kardashian? Like, wow. Like a Kardashian? Whoa. He's caked up here. Caked um, up. Obviously caked. Look, we're, we are big aficionados of video game butts. Um, and we can say here, listen. What? We do have a category. Okay, yes. Let's talk about this. Okay, we're gonna, When we do game of the year, we're going to have a special category. Yeah, Bodie. It's going to be, it, Bodie stands for butt but of, of the of year. Butt of the year. We're not joking. We're saying this with a straight face. It's yeah, going to happen. It's, there is. Video there game is, butt of the year. There is a right answer for this. First, we're going to do game of the year. And then we're going to do Bodie because it's more important. Yeah, Godie and Bodie. <laughs> Exactly. Goaty, whatever. If you, if you can sweep, sweep Goaty and Bodie, it's like that's never happened before. <gasps> if you are the game that yeah. sweep Goaty and Bodie. That's for the history books right there. Oh, maybe. Oh, anyways. Jeff Keeley, take it. <laughs> Jeff Keeley, do not steal. Don't, people are stealing all of our best ideas. He's going to put this in the category of TGAs. I would yeah. love to see it. I would love and to coming see up it. next, we're presenting the Bodie Award. Can they, can they do like a special statue with a, just a big butt? Brought to you by Spanx. <laughs> The Schick Robot is going to do a The Schick Robot. <laughs> presenting, what? That makes no sense at all. The Schick Robot is going to twerk while we present the Bodie Award. <laughs> wow. But we're Team Cake, guys. That script writes itself, Jeff. We um, are Team Cake. Next question is from Brooke Obscura. Were there any discussions about the seating arrangements for the podcast? Would you feel uncomfortable if you oh, had to yeah. switch spots? You have a lot to say about this. I have a lot this. to say about this. I can never switch spots. This is the side that I've always been on. For a Nintendo Minute? Starting for a Nintendo Minute. Yeah. Right. I have to be to the left of you. Yes. And one time we switched spots and I was like, I cannot do this. This is so weird. And did we actually film the video or it just accidentally happened? We accidentally. And then I was like, I guess we got to switch back. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm used to sitting here now. Okay. Yes, but it, it cannot be broken now. No, exactly. Bruce Dash wants to know, happy October. Shocktober. to Bruce you, Dash. Bruce Dash. With Halloween coming up, how is Halloween like internally at Nintendo? <laughs> Have you or your coworkers dressed up as any video game characters on the day of? Does Nintendo have a policy when it comes to their workers wanting to cosplay as Nintendo characters? <laughs> I have a funny story about this. Oh. Can I tell that story? Am I allowed to? I don't know what the story is. Okay. So let's answer the first part of the question. Halloween was kind of a big deal at It Nintendo. was fun. Yeah. We would decorate our offices. Usually like every department will decorate like their, their area. Mm -hmm. And our team would always do a very good job you know, having some sort of fun theme, yeah. like, um, we would have, like, some sort of fun Halloween, like, lunch, yeah, which is always great, um, people would definitely dress up in the office, we would take team photos, there was, like, team costumes sometimes, yeah, yeah, um, that was really, really cute, the advertising team always did a great job with the team costumes, I remember, you can tell which teams are working harder than others, because they got less time to they work less on these time costumes, to work on a costume. Us, by the way, yeah, in the middle of holiday yeah. season, I know, I know, I know, advertising, that's why there's a picture of me wearing, like, a mullet hat with, like, a Wario mustache, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> my eastbound and down mullet hat, which I yeah, love, yeah, that's a great, that's a good Comic-Con, um, promote, like, like, yeah. swag item, um, 
there's definitely like decorations and stuff like that around the office, which is always very fun. We always would dress up. No, no, um, like directive to dress up as a Nintendo character, yeah. but obviously a lot of people yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think one year I was like a Yoshi egg. Um, that was fun. Oh, I think that I think I know the thing that you're. Can I say it? Am I allowed to? If it's what I'm thinking of, then <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. We'll edit it out. If yeah. It's not okay. Okay. So there is one year where you and I took a photo mm -hmm. in front of some Halloween decorations. Okay. Yes. This is yes. This so is can, fine. This I is fine. Okay. Yes. Why would you not say this? I don't know. I don't know. ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you and I were like, oh, that's that's fun. We'll take a Halloween photo yeah. and we'll put it out on like Twitter or whatever, right. um, personal Twitter. And we took the photo and we were standing in front of this background with like a bunch <clears> of headstones. But on the headstones, somebody put like R.I.P. Xbox. <clears throat> like, yeah. rest in peace Xbox, Rough. rest in peace PlayStation. It wasn't, we didn't do that. It was not. And we didn't know. We didn't know. Until we saw the comments to the picture. And then we had to delete the tweet. <laughs> because we were like, oh no. Because yeah. we were still working there right. obviously at the time. Right. And like, they were like, oh my God, Nintendo Office Halloween. Poor has taste. How dare that they? was poor taste. Yeah. Why would I, you be scared about saying that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I actually did one year, I was in Redmond for Halloween. And that was actually one of the few times that I went into the treehouse in the new building. Because oh, yeah. they actually opened it up. It was like, because people bring in their families and they do like trick-or-treating yeah. desk to desk. So I got to go in there and check it out. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And everyone just Un Unlocked, yes. Oh boy, unlocked. Big deal. Uh, Cerulean Dragon 37 asks... Hi, Kit and Krista. How would you react if you woke up tomorrow and Nintendo had deleted all the episodes of <laughs> Nintendo Minute from YouTube without providing an explanation? Do you guys have a personal backup of those memories slash footage? We had a real fear of this when we were leaving the I company. thought this could absolutely happen. Well, you thought it would happen day one, actually. Like, could we, happen. we would yeah. leave and they would just click off the, right. like, set the entire playlist yeah. to private. I mean, we've seen... I mean, not that exact thing happened, but things like that. Yeah, yeah. Where it's exactly. like, oh, you know, the outlook on this has changed and we need to do away with this. Right, right, yeah. right. This is no longer serving our purpose. Right. But obviously it's still up there. It's still up there. Uh, doesn't mean that it won't vanish one day. Yeah. Um, personal backup of the memories. Maybe maybe I have the memories, not the footage. I have the footage, not the memories. Uh, we have taken steps to preserve our legacy. That's what we, we have. That's what we'll say. Yes. yes. Don't you worry. Do not worry. Yes, we'll be okay. This is like the Disney vault. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but yep, it's it's within their right to do that. Absolutely, on the IP. So. Yeah, yeah, we could do it. Yeah. Uh, this one's long. You can read it. <laughs> From Daniel, hi K and K. So obviously, Nintendo is a very Japanese company, which is why I always wondered if non-Japanese people have ever played a role in developing any big budget, big name Nintendo games outside of localization. Of course, there are occasional collaborations with indie devs. S SFB games with snipper clips and brace yourself games with cadence of Hyrule. And there are companies adjacent to Nintendo, namely Game Freak, that have non-Japanese people working on their games in a more direct capacity. But I'm curious to know, do you know if anyone non-Japanese has worked directly on the planning, design, programming, art, or music of a big name Nintendo game that is directly developed by Nintendo? Big name in this case being on the same level to say as Mario or Zelda. If not, is there anyone within the company outside of Jap outside of J Japan that has ever expressed a desire to work more closely on a Nintendo game? 
and not not that I'm going to ever apply for a job at Nintendo with the hopes of developing a game or anything. Just curious. I think Retro Studios just shed a tear oh. as, you, as you read this question. There's a tiny violin <laughs> yeah. being played in a barbecue shop. Yeah. Well, there's Retro Games. Next level games. <clears throat> Next level games. Uh, I, maybe, maybe Daniel is asking not about those people. Maybe like in, Jap- so. in Japan, maybe? We have met somebody. There's there's a growing contingent of That's non-Japanese right. developers yes. at Nintendo in yes. Kyoto. The person that we met was non-Japanese and he's working on Zelda. <clears throat> right. So there is they exist. I, I think that the development team is very private. They they yeah. don't allow them to do to really be yeah. public about anything. They they don't I don't think they're allowed to have like right. public social media handles or whatever. Yeah, so you yeah. probably just don't see them. Yeah. But there, there definitely is. There definitely is. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are some Japanese studios that are pretty front and center of like, hey, we're, yeah. very, we're very international. Mm-hmm. I think this is a newer trend I've noticed. Yeah. I think they've diversified the years, their talent yeah. pool, yeah. Which, which I think is great. I think it's awesome. Um, but yeah, you just don't hear from, a, from them a lot. But yeah, yeah, yeah retro, um, Nintendo NST, Nintendo Software Technology yes. is involved behind the scenes. All mm-hmm. of the things they're based in Redmond. Yeah. They're literally next door to the headquarters. So yeah, there, there's um, quite a few. Yeah. All right. Oh, how do you say this one? Iwaima. I was going to say Iwaima. 002. If the Mario movie is wildly successful, do you guys see Whoa. Nintendo buying Illumination? I know they already bought a movie studio in Japan, and I wonder if they'll buy Illumination just to get 100% control over future potential projects. Maybe even rebrand the studio to Nintendo Studios USA Illumination. Does Universal own Illumination currently? I, I need to. I didn't get into the Universal balance sheet as part of my Your research. research. I think they do. They might. Either way, I think this is unlikely. I think so too. I think Nintendo Studios is it, like we talked about last week. Is you know they're they're not making feature length motion pictures. They're doing something else, um, and it's serving more of a specific purpose for like the the core like, <clears throat> video game stuff that Nintendo is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if they would buy a, a studio like Illumination. I feel like they would just continue to partner like 50-50 with these people, these places, um, to if they wanted to make any other like entertainment thing. So Yeah, it's kind of like their philosophy of, you know, partnerships to make games mm-hmm. versus acquisitions. Yeah. I think that continues to make a lot of sense here. And again, in, in the case, like we just said, they're learning a lot and getting a lot of the expertise. Yeah. I, I would be concerned if they just jumped that step and were like, we got this, guys. Watch yeah. this. That's when things could go really wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge investment. Yeah. On something that has only uh, yeah, one, how much, one like, proof point. How, how much, and how much would it cost to buy Illumination? Mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot. But it probably wouldn't be cheap. Right. Yeah. All right. Oh, Frulio changed his name to Spooklio. I like it. What? What does Nintendo do with the responses to single question surveys that they post on social media? For example, earlier in September, they asked fans what their favorite game from the Direct was, and in a separate post, they asked what everyone's favorite Mario Kart weight class was. Are there actionable steps from the survey (laughs) results, or are they just used to engage with fans? Oh, good. The infographic makes a a resounding return. Uh, 100% used to just engage the fans. Yeah, sorry to burst your bubble, yeah. but it's just They're for not, funsies. Yeah, it's just to to have people join the conversation. It may end up like at the bottom of a report that three people end up reading. Or zero people end up um, reading. Eventually, but yes, it, it is not used for any actual like business planning right. yeah. purposes. 
Just for fun. Join the conversation. Yes. Hashtag. Use the hashtag, please. Uh, Gartooth. Hey, Kit and Krista, is there any characters... Are there any characters you disliked at first glance but grew to love? An example I can think of is Pearl oh. from Splatoon 2, who wasn't a popular character online at first, but over time she got her fans thanks to her gremlin nature <laughs> and breathing skin. She's me. Gremlin I nature. have a gremlin nature, I think. Fry, Fry is... Uh, Fry is maybe in the spot that Pearl used to be in. Yeah. That's some gremlin tendencies, too. She's got too. some gremlin tendencies, for sure. <laughs> I have um, I have one that might shock you, but please, you should go first. No, you go. Go ahead. Uh, I used to not really like Luigi very much. I was going to say Luigi. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Explain. You explain. Okay, I'll explain. The reason why I didn't like Luigi was that he was too, like, his personality used to be kind of bland. Oh. Because, like, you would always just hear about Mario and you wouldn't know too much about Luigi. And I think that was not Luigi's fault, Mm -hmm. but, like, Nintendo's fault for not giving us an insight into He was truly Green Mario. He was Green Mario. Exactly. And then, of course, after Luigi's Mansions games and stuff like that, I was like, oh, he has his own personality that is very distinctive. And that made me really fall in love with Luigi. I was just so, like... You know, Mario's my favorite character ever. I was just so into Mario. And I was like, Luigi's yeah. just like this no lame, one wants to play as Luigi. lame so hanger-on. Yeah. I think it flipped um, in the year of Luigi. Because at first I was very I was like, why would he dedicate a year to this loser? <laughs> um, and over that year, I mean, there were so many games. Oh there was so much time spent on the character. I really came to see his redeeming qualities. Yeah. And now, I mean, it, it's like they might actually need to add a bit more personality to Mario now. Because he's yeah, yeah. he's kind of a blank slate, whereas Luigi is very built up. Well, the movie out. will help us with that. Right. Hopefully. That'll absolutely help. Yeah. Um, but in a game, I mean, it might be nice to get a little more personality from Yeah, because he's too. just like, I'm a hero. I'm going to do this. Right, thing. right. Yeah, yeah, totally. And Luigi has yeah. it's very, very compelling characteristics. I have um, another one that is oh. also maybe shocking. What? Link. Okay. I used Before to think... he took his shirt off? Yeah. <laughs> not a fan? Much. Not a fan. <laughs> Sorry. And then we everything changed. <laughs> Just kidding. But like I used to think he was kind of a weenie. Yeah. Like in the early. Um, well, he was a small child. Well, that too. That <laughs> he was, was like eight years old. That was not fun for me. Um, yeah, I just thought like yeah, he was like like why are you why why is this person like you know Uh-oh. in charge of saving <clears> the which world? game specifically did you not like? Um, I don't think I loved him in like Link to the Past. Oh, okay. Really, or like. Yeah, or like Zelda, like the early Zelda games, like the original. All right. Yeah. Okay. Like again, kind of a bland personality. Yeah. Sort of like, kind of felt like a wuss. Sure. And then Twilight Princess came around, and I was like, oh. Eye opening. Eye opening. Wow. And then he turned into a puppy, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I can get on board with this. Yeah. Link. Okay. You know? Yeah. The Natrix, not the Matrix, but the Natrix. Okay asks Kit and Krista I was wondering if either of you have any favorite Star Wars video games as both of you have alluded to being fans of Star Wars periodically throughout the podcast for me I'll always have a soft spot for Shadows of the Empire on Nintendo 64 I love the music in it and some of the levels like the Hoth battle are unforgettable would love to hear if you have any favorites older or newer you're a big Star Wars fan. You love that show with that guy. What's his name? Oh, yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. That guy. Right. That, him. Him. That person. Um, <laughs> I have not played really any Star Wars games. Yeah. Lego Star Wars? <clears throat> you haven't? Not really. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. 
I didn't become a Star Wars fan until like a year ago, two years ago. So I made you into one. No, you didn't. Disney okay. did. Disney. J.J. Abrams did. J.J. Abrams With did. the hit movie, Rise of Skywalker. Exactly. Your favorite Star Wars movie. Exactly. My favorite Star Wars movie is Rogue One. What a stinker that was. <laughs> um, so Shadows of the Emperor is probably my pick too. I sh So the Hoth battle is in like every Star Wars game. It's so iconic. I actually think this is the best or one of the best versions of it. Um, a lot of people like the Rogue One, or, or excuse me, the Rogue Leader. That the name of this game is so confusing. Rogue Squadron, Rogue, Rogue Leader Two. Logue? It's it's like too much repeating the same thing. Rogue Leader. It's something like that. It was a launch cube launch game on the GameCube. Really good graphics, but I thought the ships moved a little too slow for me. It's like we got spaceships here. Let's go. Hyperspace, light speed. It, yeah, it was not hyperspace. Um, that is probably my oh, Kotor is probably, quote, the best, the RPG that Bioware did, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've that's heard a, of that That's an awesome game. Um, but I, I, I'll give my edge to, um, to uh, Shadows of the Empire, too. So, Natrix and I are simpatico here. Okay. Riven, what non-video game character would you add to Smash or Mario Kart? This could be a real person, for example, Iwata or Reggie. Or another fictional character from a movie, comic, a song. song, book, etc. Do you remember that time when people were like, oh, Reggie's going to get in Smash Brothers? That's so Do you cool. remember that? Yes. That was kind of weird. There was like a, like a huge fan. But people like, thought it was going to happen. They were, gonna, they were convinced. Yeah. There was a fan outpouring of <clears throat> Reggie for Smash. Yeah. Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, where do you stand on the Goku for Smash debate? Because that's kind of what this is. Okay. I mean, I see the appeal. I actually really like Goku, so I would not Love mind that Goku, yeah. Goku for Smash. Right. He can do his Super Saiyan So you would be for this? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, do you consider Goku to be a video game character? No. Are we, are we crossing anime. into uncharted territory here? anime. So is that yeah. your answer? Goku? Oh, well, not my first pick, but oh. I wouldn't mind Goku to be in it. I think that's, it's cool. It would be cool to add some non-video sure. game characters for sure. I mean, it kind of becomes Fortnite at that point. Yeah, it's more like, but I mean, it's, Fortnite is like a skin, I feel like, right? Right, more, that's And this true. is a little bit more true, involved true, true. in terms of like the way they do the movesets and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Yeah, I guess it's easy, it's easier for it to be like some sort of well-known comic book character, <clears> like a Marvel character or like a... A movie character. Yeah. Um, but you know what? One day, I hope that Mr. Sakurai adds, him, adds himself, himself. To, into Smash. Right. Like, maybe a cameo or something like that. Yeah. That would be really cool. I think he deserves to be immortalized in yeah. that game. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not him, I would say don't do it. So I yeah. actually decline to answer the question. Oh. But, but okay. I have another kind of similar idea that has been in my head for decades now at this point. Decades. <clears throat> Let me pitch you on this great, great idea. Okay, does it involve charts? No. Dynasty Warriors, okay, but oh, no, the it is the founding fathers of the United States of America. <laughs> George Nobody... Washington never chopped down the cherry tree, but he's chopping down these redcoats left and right. Nobody likes the on founding the Potomac Rivers anymore. On the Potomac River. Nobody likes them. You're going to get canceled. Nobody likes George Washington? No. Nobody likes them? Well, all right. Well, again, I had this idea decades ago. Now we know more. So I guess it can never happen. You can't have Sorry. that anymore. Okay. Then I get canceled. All right. I'll take it back. Next question. Uh, VGM Life. 
Did the power differential in your positions at Nintendo ever strain your friendship or create an awkward moment? Did the following scenario ever occur? Krista asks for a raise. Kit responds. <laughs> well, the organizational values... Well, the organization values the important contributions you make to supporting its mission. Budgetary constraints prevent it from allocating more resources to your compensation at this time. To which Krista replies, dude, seriously. Uh, that's actually similar to a line that we were told to tell people. That's true. We were asked <laughs> that's, for raises. That's eerily, eerily uh, on did point. You, did you get it from... VGM Life. Are you the head of HR? <laughs> <laughs> Secretly. Hopefully not because... Yeah, anyways... Um... There was one unfortunate incident where I mm. was was going. I was right. I was gunning for a promotion right. and I didn't get it. I had to tell you that you didn't get it. That's right. Right. Yeah. It was that was I a mean, bad day. It wasn't like I was mad at you. Right. I had to be the messenger. You had to be right. the unfortunate. Obviously, I had messenger. been campaigning for this. Yes. Intensely. Exactly. exactly. Right. So it was disappointing. I think it was disappointing for both of us. But I definitely yeah. cried. And that was not great. <laughs> that was yes. a little bit. That was a little bit unfortunate. And I think it was hard for you because you were like seeing your friend like yeah. cry. And I thought you totally deserved it too. So I was like, and well, it was this really, it was a really sucky situation for like both people involved. <laughs> like the person that had to tell the other person that they didn't right. get it, and the person that was like crying. Right. So it's like, right. oh, this is embarrassing. But okay. <laughs> yeah. You had a tissue. That was good. I'll give you a tissue. I'll give me a tissue. You know, a box of tissues. Well, here you go. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, because yeah. of that, you know, professional relationship right. we had, we did we did have to deal with some of these right. like it was not very often. Right. Generally, no, but yes, there were some, there were some realities instances. of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That were less. But it was there. okay. It was like yes. at least when that happened, I was in a situation where it wasn't like, oh, I hate this person that's my boss and I didn't, also I didn't get the promotion and right. also this person doesn't care for me but care about, you know, my career goals at all. Right. So I feel like I'd rather have it this way than like another way, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ending a question uh, from the person who has the most uh, confusing pronunciation. But always but has a phonetic way a of pronunciation. A pronunciation guide is included. Yeah. Vig Michter. Yes. Say it again. Vig Michter asks, yes. are there any third-party or unlicensed Nintendo products that either of you swear by but couldn't feature on Nintendo Minute? Oh. The Flip Grip. Oh, the Flip Grip. People is an incredible product. You, you got that for both of us. Yeah. Flip Grip. Um, yes. So what it is, is there's some games that you can play vertically. In Japan, they call this tate mode. The tate mode. Tate. tate. Um, but... It's it's hard to practically do like you right. unless you have like a monitor that you can literally like right. flip over like most people aren't doing so it for the TV yeah but this is for like handheld horizontal mode. it's basically like a Joy-Con grip or vertical to play and then you put the controllers this way <clears throat> yeah you put the screen vertically and then the, yes. the controllers go in yes it's so simple but so perfect it is I mean there's not a lot of games you're playing in tate mode yeah. but if you have it it's really good it's actually really what good. is that game that you like so the much light game what is that weird game I Ika. It's not Ikaruga. It That's, is Ikaruga. No, you, the one you liked was something, it was like these big, like, 1940s, like, jet, like, fighter. Oh, Ace Combat? No. Oh. There was one, you're like, I'm, I'm really addicted to this game. And I oh. looked over, it's like, what? Oh, yeah. What game was that? <laughs> it was like this arc, top-down arcade, like, plane <laughs> shooter game. Like, this is not your style. Either. It was really good. It was really fun. Well, but I can't you've forgotten that, too. Yeah. You've really forgotten a lot in the span of a week. Let's Let's go through. It's okay. Let's go through your claims and comments that are questionable so you said the javits center is not part of manhattan um, i think spiritually no 
you forgot the first game you worked on. That, that happened in the bonus Q&A. Uh, Phantom Hourglass. You think it's Phantom Hourglass, but sure you don't Phantom know. I'm um, You claimed that the Brain Age series was not a big seller. It wasn't. And yet we looked up and it sold like 20 million copies. No, it, not the third one. It sold like 0.5 million. Fine. That was also from our bonus Q&A. Um, I was and now right about that. You forgot the name of the game that you played like last night, just mm-hmm. now. Niku, Nico. Oh boy. We are Nico. Here and, comes Nico. And now you've forgotten this this game that you loved so intensely. Flight risk. <laughs> Next week you'll be like, welcome back to the huh, what's your name? Where the are What we? and Krista podcast? What's huh? going on? I feel I like my know. brain does a thing like every couple months where it just like, reboots. Reboots and gets rid of like it's like a virus is in there and it just gets rid of <sighs> well, like that's the, concerning. the extra Don't get a brain virus. Like the extra like memories that I don't need. So it just right. delete it's like emptying the recycle <clears throat> bin of my brain. Alright. I think that's what happened. Okay. Sorry. Um that's how it works. that is the end of our questions. Every question every week comes exclusively from our beautiful Patreon subscribers. Yes, thank you so, so much sign for the up, great you? questions. And we do a bonus Q&A every week right. as well, where I apparently also forget things. So that's fine. <laughs> um, anyways, we are going to shout out our superstars. Let's go. Here we go. Aaron Hash. Ben Eichhorn. Maru Mayhem. Eigenverse. From Raul with love. Jordan Collette. Kiss my flapjack. Mike Chin. Mr. Rogers. Paul Gale Network. Brain Tech. Roy Eschke. Simon Barrera. Switching it up. Underscore. Safazon. The Shark Among Men. VGM Life. Link, the Hero of Winds. And Angela Bycroft and her pig Molly. Woohoo! Thank you, thank you, superstars. We love you so much. Can you say mayhem? Maru Mayhem. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why is that funny? I don't think it's I'm saying it weird. Funny. You have laughed for like added, a week. You've about added Maru some mayhem. extra syllables to mayhem. I, I'm not. Right. Okay. I promise on I won't word. do it again until, until next week. Onwards. Yes. One of Club graduation ceremony. A. Ron Burgundy. Adam Edwards. A John Mallory. Ale Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Andre NYH. Astro Dev. Bagel. Welcome, Dano. Brewstash. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Cozy Tar. Captain Cinnamon Buns. Captain Alex. C. Roper, 17. Daniel Colt. Daniel Valencia. Dogson. Devin Does Stuff. Doo Face. Douglas Chomix. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. S Parts 50. Ezrato. Furbound. Fred Rossi. Gar. Garrett Hallfish. Ian Chip. Israel or Izzy. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. Jackie Z. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jesse Hernandez. Jim Wakelin. Sean Responte. Jordan Hammerlin. Joseph DeHaze. Joshua Clements. Gigi Fruit. Just Camtro. Hi, Comercio. Kawa2796. Chop Shake. Kevin Delane. K Madman TV. Chris Dorati Kid. Christopia Party with me. Kyle Gamer Barry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Kyle LaBeouf. Kyler Nelson. Linnell Stickman. Lego My Frogo. Lit. Lucas Pico. Mad Dog 5981. Malfrink. Mamu. Marky Man 64. Matthew Rawal. Mecha Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Cravens. Mikey. Murph. Mytran. Nazar. Nathan Burkhart. Panda Buns. Piano Psychopath. Prince Charmless. P.S. Weed. Quinn Hardigan. Reaver. Ray Chiron. Reed 031. Ryuji Utsuho Oku. Renee Rivers. J- uh, RJ Kern. Rob Osborne. Ryan Hayes, 521. Ryanetta. Sam Nealon. Sharif Jackson. Sheer Cold Vanilla. Shinru. Slowbro. Schmiggles. Spicy Munchkin. 
Steels Tron. Thomas Alvarez. Troopage. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tyler Geis. Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. Wicked Davy. Will Ernst. Zudiverf. Zelgaroth. Zroid! Wow. Wow. Who can top Zeroid in the ending? Uh, I don't know. Daniel Cold in the in the Discord we learned is cooking up some delicious hot sauce. Oh, I'm so excited about the which, hot sauce. Which uh, had people going off. We are very excited it about looks the food good. channel. The food channel is very much a, place to be. a fun place to be. All right, everyone. That is the show. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon and to support this wonderful, hopefully, show, podcast content endeavor yes content universe that you're a part of and we're happy that you're here uh, it is patreon.com slash kit and krista don't forget to follow us on our other social media channels we're on twitter instagram tiktok and of course youtube and thank you so much to bombas and HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode thank you we are cozy in the foot and full in the stomach <laughs> and with that <laughs> We're going to leave now. We're out. Bye. Bye.